guess it's a good it's time of any to lead in. Yeah, it's And in, start yeah. here. This is Soft Boys Anonymous. If you haven't figured it out. I'm Cody Cannon. That's Jose Ramirez. Howdy. Hi. Hi. Uh, this is a show about 20-something-year-olds talking about nothing and movies and other bullshit that comes onto their minds. Did you ask what I've been doing lately or today? Uh, we can go with today. Yeah. Okay. What have you been doing today? Uh, not shit. <laughs> not shit. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, uh, I was actually debating on whether I should do the this episode today or tomorrow, but then I realized that tomorrow, especially tomorrow night, is the uh, VP debates, and I definitely yes. want to see that. I definitely want to see that. At least we know, hopefully, that tomorrow's debate will be slightly more mature and po- possibly respectful than what happened with the presidential debate. So I kind of want to see what how that will turn out. Uh, so, um, so for today, uh, yeah, we're just going to wing it. That'll lead to the main event. The uh, uh. We'll keep that as a surprise. What are you talking about? We never wing this show. <laughs> it was carefully planned. Carefully planned. Yeah. Uh, well, uh, today um, I had to take my cat to the vet, and I also I also uh, picked up my package, my last batch of the RRTs, the black tees with the white logo. Uh, I also did a special announcement video on Instagram uh, in regards to the tease, the uh, the last giveaway for this year, uh, a special design coming out this Thursday. It's just a lot, man. It's just I'm just glad that next week I start my job and just clear my head, take a, not a sabbatical break because every time I take a break. Yeah, that's bullshit every time from... you say a break. Because like, you're going to get right yeah. back on. There's there's no such thing as the break. Yeah, because every single time I take a break, I I, I see uh, through uh, Instagram websites, uh, this brand is doing a giveaway. This brand is doing this and that. And I'm like, every time I do this, something's happening. Something cool is happening. So I immediately get back on Instagram. and uh, Well, I mean, I don't win these giveaways. So, I mean, what's the point, really? But anyway, but yeah, that's what I've been doing today. Uh, lately, I've been uh, watching some some Disney movies. Oh, so, some animated features to continue that daunting task of getting through them all and um, either seeing ones I haven't seen or rewatching ones I don't remember. Uh-huh. Uh huh. So recently, I've been watching um, Alice in Wonderland. The the sword in the stone, uh-huh. the Aristocats, yeah, um, great mouse detective. Uh, let's see, what is that other one? The rescuers, the first one, uh-huh. and um, a movie called Make Mine Music, which is the only one that you can't find on Disney Plus. Oh, okay. I'm guessing there are some scenes that uh, they're they're still not sure how 
if it's okay to put it up or not or so, how to edit or whatever so they kept did they keep did they uh, uh for aristocats did they keep the uh the chinese stereotype cat yes they kept it in yes I, I remember oh. I made a note of that when I watched it because I didn't remember any Chinese stereotype cat. Oh, but it was saying okay. like Ming Ming, Ching Ching Chong and like all these things <laughs> while like holding yeah. chopsticks and chopsticks. stuff. I'm like, what the hell is this that they just threw in? Okay, so they kept that, but they did they uh, remove, uh, they couldn't have, uh, what was that? Sound of the West? What was that? That Disney movie? What, Song of the uh, South? Yeah, Song of the South. Yeah, it's not on there. Yeah, it's not on there, but they kept the Chinese stereotype. Well, that one's probably more egregiously <laughs> and throughout the whole thing. <laughs> right. Yeah, that was weird. Apparently, there's this, like, either in that movie or some other one where there's, like, a. There's a moment of, like, possible nudity or something. And the rescuers? I think Aristocats. Aristocats? No. Nah. Like a topless woman, like a silhouette of her or something. I've never, no, no, no. I haven't looked deep into that. But That um, was the uh, the rescuers, I think. Okay. I, I didn't but, look uh, deeply into it. So. It was just <laughs> but, one of those uh, movies I heard something like that for during that time period. Uh, Aris- make My Music, uh, I was able to watch through... All of the segments were individually on YouTube. Um, except for there was one called Peter and the Wolf. Uh, that's I I found the footage of it, but the audio was different. It wasn't the movie's audio. It was so like I'm sure Disney released storybooks of this and mm-hmm. did like you know narrated records of it. And this is mm-hmm. one where it's read by David Bowie. So that that's oh, how I that's saw cool. that scene of the movie. This okay. is another one of those from the 40s. That's a bunch of animated segments edited together. And uh, most of them are really bland and forgettable. Mm-hmm. Let's be honest. Um, the one about the opera singing whale at the end is pretty decent. Mm. And Peter and the Wolf one's fine. Uh, I think they have problems with the one of the first segments where it's like these two feuding families and they're all shooting their rifles at each other and all of them die except for one from each side but then they fall in love (laughs) what? so that like almost ends the feud what? is it a Disney movie? yes from the 40s Uh, keep in mind it's uh, a lot more, you know, flu in the forties. Was it? It was it Disney or uh, Looney Tunes? Where uh, is it? Daffy Duck or Donald Duck that beats the shit out of Hitler? Slaps Hitler? I think there was one. Well, I, I'm sure Daffy was the one to beat up Hitler. If there was one, I know there is yeah. one where Donald works for a Nazi factory. Yeah. I think that's. What I don't remember him slapping Hitler, but I do remember the like conveyor belt thing of him having to say how Hitler over and over. Jesus Christ! Uh, uh, 
but I'm surprised that you watched Aristocats. That was that was my childhood, dude. I loved that. Yeah, I remember liking that one fine. It, it's all right. Yeah. I, I thought it was good. Watching it now, it's like, it's, eh, it's fine. But but you have to give it points, though. Uh, it's a very short movie. Yes. But it's like 70 minutes. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, something like that. So, I mean, easy you know, watch. Some Easy HBO one. shows have episodes that long these days, so. Yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah. like HBO uh, and Netflix are both guilty of it. Stranger yeah, Things, Game true. of Thrones, they've all had that. I've yet to see Stranger Things. I, I don't know if I should get on the hype train on that. I, I like that show a lot. But uh, Game of Thrones, the fan base, oh, it's so toxic. I'd, I'd rather uh, you know, it's that. died down now, I guess. So the show's over. Yeah. Uh, what I have watched lately, um, I've on Netflix, I recently watched Patriot's Day, starring Mark Wahlberg, about the, uh, the, the Boston Marathon bombing. Uh I've never liked watching Mark Wahlberg films, but in this one, he showed his acting chops. I'm surprised. He, he, he has some range. He has some range. Uh, hey, remember when he, when he uh, committed hate crimes in his teen years? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, racial hate crimes. Oh, definitely. Uh, what was it? Uh, he beat up uh, an elder in... A middle-aged or elderly uh, Asian man made him blind, but it turned out that the guy was already blind. You don't remember that? Yeah, there was that, and there was one where he was, like, throwing rocks at, I think, a black person. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, though, uh, Patriot's Day starring Mark Wahlberg, directed by Peter Berg. Uh, I love the film. It was uh, refreshing to see Mark Wahlberg act rather than playing yeah. a stereotypical douchebag. Uh Nope. Not Alex Wolf, but from the Naked Brothers band. Yeah, Remember Matt. that guy? The, those guys? Yeah, Nat. Uh, the actor, not the other brother. Well, uh, both of them are actors. Was, oh, oh uh, who was the one that was in Death Note? I don't know. Or, or, or Jumanji, the, yeah, that's the Alex. recent one. Okay. I think it was Alex Wolf that was in the film. Anyway, Alex Wolf. Damn, he he's pretty good too in that film. Yeah, I think he's I think he found his niche just playing unlikable douchebag emo boys. Yeah, that's his niche. I mean, I'm regularly reminded of and saddened by the fact that both of the Naked Brothers band already have better film careers than I probably ever will. <sighs> oh my god, uh, man, I. Hated, I hated the Naked Brothers Band show. Was it not it was a so fan. cringe. It was, yeah, it was very cringe. Was that, do you remember? Do you remember uh, back then with Nickelodeon? It wasn't like it, they showed like commercials of their songs, like Crazy Car. Yeah, remember Crazy yes. Car? Oh, I, I hated that. I'm sure Disney Channel still does that. Um. And speaking of which, uh, hopefully next week, next week's episode, we'll finally get to go back to the Nick Jr. universe. Yes. It, 
You just have to you just I, have to send me shows. I don't I don't want to say it's the final phase, but I feel like it'd be it's hard fine. to come up with another one after unless the four phase is just Yo Gabba Gabba. <laughs> but uh, speaking of phases, um, I want I want your opinion on this. Actually, before that, some... I'll uh, yeah, I'll tell okay. you the shows right now. Okay, let's go. This is um breaking news. Uh, the Great Nick Junior Cinematic Universe Phase Three will consist of Gola Gola Island, <laughs> uh, the Wonder Pets, yes, and I'll make sure the movie is Wonder Pets versus Backyardigans, <gasps> or Backyardigans versus Wonder Pets. We don't come up with yeah. the plots in these things at all, but no, they're gonna fight. Not at all. They're gonna fight. Kevin Hart yeah. is gonna fight a duck. <laughs> Kevin Hart is going to fight a duck. It, it's happening. <laughs> Jaden Smith. <laughs> Keep going. I think I think the duck is female. So, but um, any anyways, uh, oh, there's yeah, Yo Gabba yeah. Gabba, Wonder Pets, and um, the last one, Paw Patrol. <laughs> Paw Patrol. The uh, Juggernaut that's, like the that's still on the air. That show's still on the air. It's, yeah, it's been like seven ish years. Seven ish years. Uh, I can't wait. I can't wait. Let's see what we can do with this uh, upcoming universe. Because speaking of universes and phases, uh, I I wanted to have your opinion on... um, I read an article or several articles recently in regards to now that they're doing this whole concept of the multiverse idea, how WandaVision is going to explore the multiverse and how Doc, the Doctor Strange sequel is going to also involve the multiverse as well and how uh, the Sony universe and the MCU universe are going to collide probably. Uh, what are your thoughts on that? What are your thoughts on different Marvel uh, studios colliding in terms of uh, creating this shared universe, this shared world? Like, uh, for example, it was announced that Jamie Foxx is coming back as Electro in the MCU for Spider-Man. Uh, there's rumors of Dane DeHaan from Amazing Spider-Man 2 coming back. I hope back. not. No, please do not bring Dane DeHaan back. There's also rumors, like I said, rumors, but they're considering bringing back um, Kirsten Dunst as Mary Jane. Yeah, yeah. What are they yeah. going to do with that? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, that's what I'm saying. Like, I want your opinion. Like, the whole world's colliding, like, including Sony's universe. What are your thoughts on that? I mean, whatever. We're going to get a movie that has Toby and Andrew and Tom Holland all together. Would you One of these that? days. Sure. Would you approve? Sure. <laughs> By the time they do it, well, sure. Why not? <laughs> Wait a minute, wait a minute. Uh, you're only hating on this because you just, you just don't like the Andrew Garfield Spider-Man. That's not the only reason I'm hating on this. Even though those movies just... were trash. And you, know <laughs> and, then it. You... and you hate the Sony films? Because they're also trash. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I, I mean, if they find bad. a cool way to do it, it's fine. I just want Toby back. Yeah. 
that's a Spider-Man right there. Bring Spider-Man yeah. back. I mean, Spider-Man. Not any Spider-Boys, these little pussy <laughs> bitches. <laughs> exactly. In their Stark suits. In their Stark suits or whatever have you. Swinging like, around God. Europe. That ain't no Spider-Man. Spider-Man's supposed no. to be broke on his ass in Queens. Yeah, he's a struggling student. Even though that Toby looks like a college student, why is he in high school? <laughs> uh, well, he was in he was in high school for like half the first movie. It's fine. It's fine. Now Andrew <laughs> Andrew and Emma Stone was like, "Come on, y'all, come on." What do you mean? Because like, like teens, like two years before, Andrew Garfield played played a Harvard student. And now he's going yeah. backwards a couple years or several years by the end of the social network to playing a high schooler for a movie and the beginning of the second movie. And Emma Stone by that <laughs> point looks nothing like a high schooler anymore by then either. They try to dress her up as a preppy high schooler chick in the first one, if I could recall yes. correctly. Yeah. Um, uh, Man, you're kind of want you're kind of making me want to watch uh, the first Amazing Spider-Man. That I don't know why you're hating on it. I love it's not it. Not a good movie. It is a good. Movie. Peter Parker's a skater douche. Doesn't take responsibility <laughs> for anything. A waste uh, of Martin Sheen <laughs> and Sally Field and, and Andrew Dennis Garfield Larry. and Emma Stone. It's a it's a waste of everyone. A waste of talent. Yeah, waste of the talents. Uh, does but have do, one of the better Stan Lee cameos, though. I'll say that. It does have. Uh, you got to admit, though, the cinematography for the slow mo scenes are incredible. Like, sure, just it's fine. That. It, especially that last scene where he's like, "Oh, that was such an epic shot." Oh, and the lizard. Like, they ruined the lizard. He looked like trash. Least- he, he looked like had. the Goomba in the Super Mario Brothers movie. We we got the lizard though. Not that was teased in Spider Man. Uh, so Sam what? In Batman and Robin, we got Mister Freeze and Poison Ivy. And Bane. And, and Bane. Because <laughs> I mean, I, I think that I think these articles came up now that they've heard that DC is doing their own multiverse with the Flash film. So Marvel's is like, we got to get on that train as well. By Marvel, do you just mean Sony? (laughs) (laughs) No, no, Marvel was probably planning to do that anyway, is what their Doctor Strange movie. And the multiverse of madness. I'd rather rather DC wins for once. Like, come on, DC. You got this. They already have had some wins. Oh yeah, Suicide Squad. Wonder Woman. No, not Suicide Squad winning an Oscar. It won an Oscar. Come on. Star Trek Beyond should have won that Oscar, by the way. It had way better makeup. Mm. That Suicide Squad makeup was trash. Nah, dude. It It was garbage. Fucking Killer Croc looked like shit. Diablo. like It looked like some cheap garbage. This is a big budget studio picture. No. (laughs) And then it wins an Oscar. Disgraceful. Disgraceful. It looked like something out of Hot Topic. Yeah. Like a trashy Hot Topic. Yeah. 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 (laughs) 
But hey, DC has an Oscar. The DCEU has an Oscar before Black Panther. So top that. <laughs> well, Black Panther won multiple Oscars. But the but and DC their stuff was the actually good. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, I'm surprised that Ezra's still on board. Me too. I'm, I'm just <laughs> not just because I don't like him as the Flash. Like uh, uh, yeah. Um, oh, oh. Uh, I just read as well. Uh, Jurassic World Three Dominion. It's been pushed back to 2022. Uh, sure. With the its production, Fine. Uh, June twenty, June twenty first, twenty twenty two, I believe. Everything else is delayed. You know, I guess this is the time to say it that uh, Bond got delayed to April. Bond got Dune delayed. got delayed to next October. And uh, um, Venom, Cinemark Venom and Regal are closing down all their theaters until further notice. Wait, where in the UK in the, or here? Both. But, but, oh. Yeah, all the Regals are closing. Oh, shit. All the Regals are closing. All the Cinemarks in the UK are closing. So what about AMC? Are they still closed or are they opening? I think they already opened. Okay. So, or, where they're allowed to open, they've probably already opened. So they're around well, for now. I, well, you and I both know we're not going to the theaters, yeah. obviously, because we're smart. Because if the president could get COVID, can get COVID, then we can get COVID as well. Yep. Yeah. Which is also, you got to admit, it is pretty funny. <laughs> and most of his staff. But the, these theater closures. Yeah, these theater clo- theater closures, tongue twister. Uh, the only thing that I do know is that Tenet, not U.S., but like internationally... It's doing pretty well, but domestically, it's not. Uh, I mean, it's not really doing that well. Period. Yeah. Which it wasn't going uh, to. Yeah, it's uh, it's already one of the top grossing movies of the year, but that doesn't mean much. Uh, hopefully they'll do an early uh digital release date, maybe. Maybe. I mean, is it 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 didn't maintain the grossing that Warner Brothers probably wanted it to. Well, or it'd be like a this. long exhibition uh-huh. period where they would somehow get the same amount every weekend or wouldn't get as much of a drop as they got. Uh, I was going to ask, um, had COVID not happened or if Disney took the risk of releasing let's say Mulan instead of Disney plus they just released Mulan in theaters. Do you think it would make a lot of money as opposed to releasing digitally? No, no. Okay. Yeah. They did release it overseas and it's not doing that well over there either. Mm. And of course, uh, it released this week for the same price as you would pay for at Disney plus uh, 30 bucks. Yeah, and most of us with the brain knows that it will be for free this December. So yes, 
yeah, so why spend the money? Even before they announced when it would be free, I was like, I'll just wait. Yeah, just wait. Like, yeah, Onward, like... the movie Onward. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, I, I honestly think, I think I'm not really in for movie theater experiences anymore. Yeah. I'd rather just... I'd rather just wait it comes on digital or... Not for, or, like, the next year. You know, yeah. Until it, like, like actually gets better around here. Uh, in Raleigh, they announced the Alamo Drafthouse Theater is open. And I took a look at it, and they said, we're taking every precaution to make sure that everything is sanitized. Uh, we're going to space it out, social distancing and whatnot, yada, yada. But when, but but given how what's happening right now, I'm I'm just still yeah. It on still that, doesn't you know? sound safe. No matter what precautions you try to put on it to try to keep something going, it's not a good idea to do until the virus is under control. Yeah, like all these uh, all these sports leagues that are that started back up and uh, wrestling. I've talked about on here a couple times. Like there's. Uh-huh. I know they're trying their best to do it safely and they're doing it as safely as they can, but it's it's still not Doesn't really matter, safe. <laughs> I still don't think it's really yeah. safe. Uh, and then, of course, bars. Opening bars. Oh, that's where, a terrible idea. Yeah, it's a terrible idea. Yeah, you thought they were like, come on, do you really want to be in a bar right now? You remember how unsanitary bars were? <laughs> Uh, I'm trying to think of uh, bars that you and I went to. Uh, Not oh. many. Uh, uh, bar bathrooms. Like the gentleman's bathroom is disgusting gosh, as hell. I, I didn't go in those. Dude, there was piss everywhere on the oh, floor. Oh, I'm sure. There's like, yeah, dudes can't. Like, It's hard enough to aim it sober. <laughs> Let's be honest. It's hard enough to aim that thing sober. Really? <laughs> Sometimes, you know, sometimes it starts going in its own direction. Have you ever had it where it's separated into two streams? Ah, uh, terrible. Yeah, what, what is that? Terrible. That? I, I've been curious. Why is that? But I, I don't, don't want to Google that, and I feel weird, you know, like, eh, why did you know, my piece stream two different ways? There's there's worse things to Google, I guess. There's, there's more obvious things that you could Google and not be aware of. <laughs> uh, yeah, but uh, have you ever tried just pre-birding it you know just let see what happens you know i mean sure you don't um, sure yeah okay if i if i'm worried that like especially when i first wake up it's 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 probably a good time to sit down because <laughs> it, it's a big question mark how the thing is going to first come out when you first get up true you've been yeah. asleep you, your whole body has been this place the other place and all over you know your thoughts it, running it might be on its own direction all the blood comes down to one head sure i don't i don't, I don't yeah. understand that one but uh boner i mean okay okay yeah the morning wood yeah okay yeah the morning wood yeah uh yeah, dude. Uh, especially Wilmington bars. I remember uh, what was it? The the Dead Crow. Yes. Uh, yeah, the, the Dead Crow comedy, uh, the comedy room, comedy show, whatever you want to call it. Uh, 
that bathroom was super gross. Uh, it, the, 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 the floor, uh, it looked, it just simply, it just looked wet, you know, it just looked moist that like, you don't want to step yeah. on. It. I'm just like, I, I don't really want to go to this bathroom, but mm-hmm. I had to go. Um, uh, Oh, and speaking of dead crow, I cannot believe I just remembered, uh, when we were in college, uh, McGee, uh, McGee promised us the whole group, the boys, um, uh, that, we would go to Dead Crow and he would do the stand up, but he will purposely yep. botch the stand up. Yep. But then he backed down from that. Well, there was one Did he? where he. Yeah. There was one time we went and he was going to uh-huh. do it, but, but he, he forgot, I think, his wallet or his ID or like he could have lost it. And apparently you have to have your ID at least to do stand up there. Really? So he couldn't do it. Damn. And we were just like, well, shit. And then we then we walked over to Slice of Life. Yeah, we did. Yeah. Yeah. I was rooting for and that, add, though. Add some, that. Add some hot wings. And, uh, like, like two of our female friends joined us later, and they come in, and my nose is just snotting from the hot wings. <laughs> they weren't that hot, either. Yeah. It was... It's just that's one of the things that happens when I eat hot anything. You my too? Nose, my Dude, nose same. runs, yeah. If you watch hot ones, plenty of those yeah. people are like pulling their noses like crazy. We should definitely do a, a Soft Boys episode where we do like uh, the Hot Wings Challenge. The oh, Hot gosh. Wings Challenge. I don't know if my that stomach cool. can take it. <laughs> oh, that's right. You have a sense of I, stomach. I don't know. I don't know if I can do the tougher stuff. Like uh, Magnum 357 or... The Bomb Beyond Insanity. (laughs) I actually want to try the bomb. It's not really... It's not really tasteful. It's just... It's just pain. It's just... It's just pain. Yeah. I've I've tried some peanuts that have like the bomb flavoring. Uh Uh-huh. In it. Uh, Very hot. Uh, There was some flavor because you still have the peanuts. Didn't you purchase uh, hot sauce during yes. your trip to the Outer Banks? Yes. My most recent trip over it? there, I uh, got two bottles of hot sauce. No, neither one of them were the yeah. bomb products because I did not want to do that. No, but they um, were rather... Uh, I mean, there were plenty word? of joke uh, ones. Quirky. Yeah. Quirky ones, yeah. Quirky ones, you know, like slap my ass and... Ass on fire and ass in the ER and, and all that stuff. The devil's anus. Yeah, stuff like that. Uh, the ones I bought was like the store had their own brand of like there was a mild one and a really hot one. I just got the mild one. And there was this other one that has like pineapple in it or something. I haven't tried the pineapple one yet. Nice. But that one sounded good. That one sounded like it'd be really good. The pineapple flavorful. one? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the 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 mild one is. Uh, I have a hard t- yeah. uh, like when I'm putting it on something, it kind of just like soaks right through, or like seeps right yeah. through, where I'm not really tasting it. Okay. And when I just have it on its own, like yeah, yeah, it's it's hot sauce, I guess. Like it's good. Mm-hmm. But, like, yeah. Uh, ironically, I ate something involving hot sauce. Uh, 
I just didn't want to cook. So I took a bag of chicken nuggets, uh, microwaved them, and then I just dumped hot sauce on them bastards. That's the robber's uh, one way to eat chicken. Yeah. That man is in love with some hot sauce. I thought you were going to say chicken wings, chicken nuggets, but hot sauce. Yeah. He he's more of a uh, Jamaican beef patty kind of guy. Yeah, <laughs> they're not bad. Yeah, they're okay. It's not something Jamaican I would eat jerk. all the time. Jamaican jerk, uh, chicken uh, wings, delicious. Oh, okay. A uh, chicken uh, or is it Caribbean? Caribbean jerk, mango sauce, hot sauce on uh, wings. I think that was the one. Okay. So delicious. Oh man, I, I could talk all, all day about uh, our restaurant ventures, like B Dubs, sure. uh, uh, um, Carolina Ale House, uh, Kickback Jack, Plaza Mariachi. Plaza Mariachi was our joint, dude. Yeah, you'd constantly go there, and you would get the chori pollo, or Knox yeah. got the chori pollo. I, I would also get it. the yeah. chori pollo. It's great. Yeah, it was delicious. Delicious. A nice thin uh, chicken yeah. breast and some chorizo, and uh, I'm sure, I'm sure there uh, was some rice be- or something and cheese on it. Beans and there was uh, cheese on top of yeah. it. Yeah, rice. Yeah. Boy, we were fat. Some good year. stuff. <laughs> yeah, and that good, sandwich stuff. deli that was but, like two doors down. That's also a great it place. A, it was a like South there. College a sandwich grill. Day. Something like that. Yeah, it was a good place. It was uh, pretty good. But the, no, the, the one thing that I regret, the one thing that it was delicious the night you eat it, but the next day you feel like shit, cookout. Cookout makes you feel like oh, shit the next never day. Had that. Of, you never had cookout? I mean, I had it. I just didn't feel like crap the next day. No, I did. So much grease in that burger, and I felt like shit after after eating. I it. didn't. I never it's got cool. too much of the food. Like I, sometimes I would get a tray, but like I didn't get too much of the really greasy stuff. I got the tray too. The the big double burger tray. I mean, with the uh, at least half the time yeah. I would just go there for the shakes. No, like what was funny is. Uh, during the exercising phase, the gym phase of Bradley, Madison, Joel, and I would hit the gym for about two hours, and then after the gym, we had to cook out. <laughs> yeah, we had to cook. Yeah, we had to cook out. That's the college but, experience. But what, also, but what also sucks about going to cookout is the ridiculous lines. Car. Oh um, yeah, that um, one right next you know, to the college. Terrible lines. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You would sit. You would you would sit in your car for fifteen twenty minutes just to get a tray for five bucks. Ridiculous. Well, I mean, it was it was really terrible. Like at night, like after a certain time at night, that things like are almost going out into the street. Right, right. Uh, but I do remember uh, one time where I don't know if you were with us, but it was. Uh, it was me, Knox, Boz, Bradley. Maybe you were there, but uh, there was one uh, transgender employee, and she liked us, and uh, she would always give us extra sauce. 
because we were charming. We were, we were, we were so nice to her, you know? No, I, I, so I never so got like, to, I never got to meet a trans worker there. Oh, oh, incredible. She was extremely nice. Very nice, sweet person. It was her first time working there. And, uh, and she just gave us uh, like a big cup of uh, uh, cookout sauce. And uh, oh. we were forever grateful of her. Yeah, she, yeah, great. Yeah, most nights we would just walk there just to see her and to ask her how she was doing. And uh, she would just give us a cup, a big cup of uh, cookout sauce. Great. Uh, but yeah, but, uh, but other than that, though, those were the only restaurants that I could remember. And then, uh, what was that? Uh, I still can't remember that Asian restaurant, uh, by, um, by the comic book store. It was, I still can't think of the name and you don't know, you don't know the name either, but, uh, it was, uh, you would get your bowl. You add your protein. You add your uh, noodles. You add some veggies or fruit. There, and there's one the food and then, near a comic. What? There's one near a, the one of the comic book shops called like Blue Asia or like Blue Fish or something. Blue Asia. I, I never went one. there, but and then down the road was the Japanese place, Paper Crane. Paper I, Crane. I think yeah, it was Japanese. Meh. It was okay. I, I liked chopsticks more, even though like it's also trash. <laughs> I mean, they're both kind of trash, you know. Yeah, yeah. If you want sweets, I I just go to Duck Donuts. One because Bradley sure. worked there, and I just and I just love. It just comes out of the. <clears throat> it just comes out of the oven, and then boom, it's there. You know that there was that ice cream place that not the one in Mayfair, like Cold Stone. The other one. Which one? That was like was across the street from Mayfair. I don't remember what it was called, though. Uh, I've never been there. I, I remember it being pretty good. Audra took me there one time. Oh, okay. Okay. Uh, oh, and then I remembered, uh, I remembered um, that McGee worked at, uh, what was it? Uh, he worked at a Bojangles. No, 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 no. He worked at a, a grocery store. I think oh, it Harris no, Teeter. Harris Teeter's, yeah. <clears throat> and McGee would give us his uh, phone number uh, to uh, get discounts in exchange. He gets points onto his account. So that was pretty cool. Sure. But yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I love Harris Teeter's. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I like Harris Teeter a lot. That's where I went for grocery shopping. Uh,. I still can't believe I didn't take advantage of all these. I wasn't aware that we had an Aldi's in Wilmington. I would have saved so much money. Yeah, I, I never remembered that. Or I think I also yeah. didn't recognize what it was. I mean, it just has a big old sign. Yeah, like when Aldi. you when you pass it, it doesn't look that much like a grocery store. It looks like a like a warehouse or something. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Or yeah it looks like an joint, IKEA. You know? Yeah. Which I've never seen in Ikea. Uh, I only... Yeah, I've never seen an Ikea either, but uh, I was only aware of all these when I was when I moved to Raleigh for my job. And my uh, my uh, Christian parents, uh, uh, my Christian family over there in Raleigh, uh, they said, if you want to save money, go to the Aldi's. So I went to the Aldi's and I got so much groceries that I that was around like 50 bucks. 
and I got yeah. so much for my money. I was like, okay, great. Yeah, great. fuck Walmart. Yeah. Yeah, fuck Walmart. Yeah. They suck. Oh, what was that? Um, what was that uh, diner that that everyone in our group went late at night or early in the morning? I forgot. Uh, what it, was. it was like uh, Jimbo's. Jimbo's. I yeah. love Jimbo's. I liked it fine. I didn't like the hours, be honest, because it was open from like 10 p.m. to 2 p.m. the next day. Yeah. So it's like, I want to be able to go for like lunch or dinner or something. I mean, you could go to lunch. It's like, I wouldn't be like eating out like in the morning. And I'm not one to like eat out late at night or eat late at night. Uh. If I were ever bored, I would just get in the car and just drive to Jimbo's for uh, breakfast, dinner, yeah, late was a dinner. Good place. I loved it. Yeah. And then, of course, of course, if you drive a little bit further, there was the Indian restaurant. I forgot the name of it, but Knox took yes. me there, and I regret going there not because of the food. The food was delicious, but uh, Knox told me to get this hot sauce, the hottest hot sauce they got, oh, no. and I tried it, and it was god awful. Yeah. The curry. It was some kind of hot sauce or some curry that was ridiculously spicy. And uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Knox has some bad experiences with some curry. Uh, not from that place. But there was another Asian restaurant. It's not, it wasn't, oh, yeah? it wasn't Indian or Thai. It was like, it might have had some Thai stuff there. It was like a little bit yeah. of other Asian stuff mixed together like there was a little bit of chinese uh-huh. a little bit of japanese a little bit of korean there's this place on market street it was near like i think it was called captain bills it's kind of like a bar with like a volleyball court not to be confused with dick and dive that that had the same thing um i think i know what you're talking about I, I, did, I didn't the, know the uh... asian place though not to be confused with asian life market that was like a few buildings know. down from it. Uh, I was about to say, uh, are you talking about the, you said volleyball court. The only volleyball court bar restaurant joint I know is it's the one by the, uh, the AMC theater. Uh, yeah, I think that one's dig and dive. Well, actually both of them are close oh, to it. Okay. Yeah. I think that's what, I think I know what uh, you're talking about. Yeah, the one that's like right next no, no, to no, it is the one it you're probably thinking of. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I was gonna yeah. Say no, you're, think, no, you're no, thinking. You're thinking of the. Bill. You're thinking of Captain Bill's. Yeah. Yeah, Captain Bill's. Yeah. I will say this though, I am never. Well, I mean, I haven't been there for for uh, ever since I graduated from college. But Arby's is disgusting, dude. Oh yes, thank you. It's gross. The food's not good. It's just. It, the pictures of the food is not good. It's no. just ah. Like, what's appealing about this place? Oh, wow, some gross-ass roast beef sandwiches. Like, like I'm going to go right. out of my way to go over there for some, for, like, some roast beef or sliced ham or something. I can get that from my fridge. I don't know why Bradley loved that joint. We would go there often. Uh, McGee, yeah, I think, liked it, too. The fries aren't bad. Really? Yeah, that, that's, that's the better part of the place is the fries. But the sandwiches, well, I don't care fair, for it. Well, to be fair, though, we had coupons. Like he, sure, <laughs> we, sure. We we had coupons, and we didn't want to spend a lot of money on uh, Plaza Mariachi or some other joint 
So we figured, you know what, let's just go for a quick, uh, quickie at uh, Arby's. Uh, yeah, I got coupons but, in the mail like every month when I when yeah. I live there. As, as yeah, you do, like every like, like every month, everybody gets fast food coupons. But but but, uh, but if we're being honest, Arby's though, like when I eat at Arby's, when you eat at Arby's, you just feel bad for yourself. You just don't feel it's good just, eating it. There are much better places I would have I would have gone to eat. If I ever got uh, the yeah, Arby's papers, probably. those thing those things went right in the trash. <laughs> uh, I, By the I would, way, same with Burger King because I don't like Burger King. Like they've gone so downhill in the last <laughs> decade. Throw that thing right in the what? trash. Burger King's awful, Bruh. Uh Now Wendy's, no, I would use those. Their burgers are Burger King's better than McDonald's in terms of burgers. Uh... I go to McDonald's. I don't know. For I, I will say I would Why? rather eat the Whopper than the Big Mac, which I've never eaten the Big Mac anyways, but... Don't. No, yeah, no it, it does not. Either. Most of the time, I would just eat the uh, the McDouble, you know, like the really thin patties. And, like, those are whatever. Uh, some people really like the, like, quarter pounder patties. Yeah, yeah. It's like, meh, it's fine. I had it once. I could the double quarter pounder with cheese and then after you eat it your hands are yeah, like that sweaty not, you get yeah, that sounds awful it, it uh you feel like shit but anyway yeah. but uh you said uh what wendy's you yeah wendy's. i liked wendy's uh i can't i was about to say something um because like i don't need I, I don't need something really huge i'm fine with like the junior burger size especially yeah. if you get the four for four you get some nuggets and fries too so like that evens it out uh i can't believe i forgot about this other restaurant um panera bread overrated I, I, overrated but their soup is delicious not gonna lie yeah they had some decent stuff uh what was it the broccoli cheddar soup oh it was so good in my opinion but that was the only thing i wanted the 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 cost for their sandwiches or the uh, the the soup bread bowl ridiculous. I like the I don't know. I think I I think I tried a sandwich one time and got like some mac and cheese and something with it. And that stuff went like right through my stomach. <laughs> the toilet was not happy with me. Wait, who? The toilet. Oh, the toilet. I think said <laughs> McCoy. Like, who's that? Like, but uh, yeah, the toilet. Poor toilet. Yeah, as as what people talk about, how people talk about Chipotle or Taco Bell when it comes to their toilet. I, after that was me with Panera with that first Panera bread experience, uh, not not the, not the one where I went with you and had that uh, bread bowl. Too much bread, by the way. Too much bread. Come too on. much bread. Yeah. Come on, just I've put it in a bowl. Just bread. put it in a bowl. Like, why do you need? Yeah. Why do you need a big ass thing of bread where you only like? carve out the top part and you throw the soup in and this is and then the bread, bread becomes soggy and the bread becomes soggy There's no too i was much. gonna say uh chipotle is overrated yes i it went is. to chipotle yes, once and i don't want to go there again yeah it was uh, fine ta- taco like, it was just overrated ta- taco bell overrated i do enjoy a little bit I- of taco bell Nah, dude. I haven't had nah. it in a very long time because you know pandemic. But <laughs> <laughs> only reason we go there is because the the dollar tacos is 
or the you remember the Dorito tacos? Yeah, Doritos, Doritos Locos Taco tacos. Yeah, not bad. Not, not bad. Not bad. Uh, out of all the uh, fast food joints, uh, breakfast joints, Bojangles is the best. Yeah, that's the, the only one place I go. Campus. That's the only place I would yeah. go to for breakfast. Okay, quick question: IHOP or Waffle House? IHOP. IHOP. Yeah, I think. Waffle House, just no offense to those that love Waffle House. It's trashy. It's supposed to be trashy. That's the point. It's cheap and trashy. Dude, not going to lie. When I was in Raleigh, uh, I was on a date with this girl. And uh, she said, why don't we just go to a Waffle House for dinner? And I'm like, no, no, no. We went to the Waffle House just to chill. And then uh, when we got in, we see these... uh, these teenagers uh, look like they, they're dressed up from prom. They just came after prom. And uh, a couple of the girls, they go into the bathroom and they left. And they're doing this. Like, <laughs> like they're rubbing their noses or whatever. Clearly, they were doing cocaine or something. And uh, the boys went to the, the dude's bathroom. And uh, I could have sworn, sworn I saw one, like, grabbing the other dude's balls. Like... Like like right. uh, like like cradling it, you know. I'm like, oh, I didn't mean to do that. Yeah, yeah. That's that's Waffle House for you. <laughs> what you never had uh, someone come up and crotch grab you in high school? Ew, no. <laughs> that probably happened to me twice. Really? Ew. <laughs> I'm sorry, dude. <laughs> well, was it like? On purpose, or did you oh, yeah. want it to happen? Or well, oh, I didn't oh. ask for it, you know. <laughs> okay. uh, I mean, of course, there are plenty of a. Uh... Well, they didn't happen to me, but like you know, nut shots. You just go up and nut shot <laughs> your buddy. I didn't do that. Didn't happen to me. I, I saw it plenty of times. <laughs> no, uh, funny thing about that. Uh, there was this one dude that was, uh, he was making fun of me in high school. Um, all we were in a circle and this dude was making fun of me. He was in front of me. He was making fun of me and the guys around us were laughing at me. So I discreetly, uh, removed my foot from my shoe and when no one was looking and then I just, uh, flicked my shoe towards his balls and then they were laughing at him. It was perfect aim. I got it right in the middle of his balls. And he just dropped down. <laughs> I'm like... <laughs> and, the teacher didn't, and, and the teacher didn't catch it. He was just like, come on, dude, get up. He didn't notice that my shoe was missing. So I was like, <laughs> it's a win. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, oh my God. No, I hated that trend, though. Uh, it, 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 it happened in elementary school. One of my... Uh, childhood friends whenever he got the chance he would just hit me in the balls for no reason yeah and and he'd done it at least five times that day that one day and i was like dude just stop and then i I couldn't even walk and then school was over and he did one last hit on my balls and i just grabbed grabbed it and then i just punched him not flipped punched him right in there it was so cathartic but he was just like he couldn't breathe what was that? You, you're flicking a fly. There's a gnat in here. 
I don't know why gnats love to just fly around your eyes. I'm just glad that the cold weather is coming so that the mosquitoes would finally leave us alone. Yes. I will very much appreciate that. You know, you know I'm, I'm kind of allergic to it. You're allergic to yeah, mosquitoes? Yeah, I, I have some allergies to it. Like, I, I puff up. Seriously? More, more than other Damn. people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, um, you wouldn't last. During a Disney World trip in 2013, oh. Uh, oh. one, like, landed on my pointer finger here and within like an hour my whole left hand was swollen so so we had to so we had to leave the park it was like the evening and we were driving around orlando like late at night trying to find like a like a quick care center my dad managed to like catch a police officer (laughs) where he was like going behind the police officer and flashing lights at him Uh uh-huh and he ended up talking to the officer to find where the place was. And so mm-hmm. I was at this like sketchy ass Orlando quick care center at like eight or nine <sighs> o'clock at night. Of course, it's Florida. So and keep going. get it. I ended up having to get a shot in the ass. Yeah. <laughs> at this uh, sketchy place. It was it was still fully swollen for the next couple of days. As it was, as it was good. healing down, there there are a few photos from Universal Studios of a swollen up left hand with a Hogwarts conductor. <laughs> Do you still have those photos? Oh, you should you should put that on on the uh, the uh, for for this episode. You should put a picture of you with your swollen hand as the uh, uh, sure. What is it? The title card or the whatever. last the last few full yeah, episodes I haven't that. put on YouTube. Uh, man, you're lucky that you went to Disney World or Universal Studios. I've never been. Uh, I want to know what that's like after the pandemic's over. And there was one time in college where, like, they just one night I was out filming something and then they just bit all over my legs and like my left foot was swollen up. I didn't oh, realize shit. until until like late that morning or maybe like early that afternoon I noticed my foot had this like burning feeling like very oh, irritated wow. feeling. I didn't realize uh-huh. it had swollen up and I was wearing tennis shoes and um, it felt really odd like that, that whole morning and uh my class was in um that that one across campus where the edit lab was in uh wait wait uh at the edit lab yeah not king the one down from it <sighs> yeah well that one bear hall was it bear hall no well yeah. no i don't think so but anyway, I, I know it's not. Uh, may, maybe bear, but um, uh, it was like my class was like all the way over there, and I lived on uh-huh. the other side of campus. You know where like the where uh, gosh, Wagner was. Like I looked behind that building. Yeah. And like it, it felt weird walking to it. And then walking all the way back, I'm like, oh, this, this just feels awful. I got to take off this shoe. Like, what is... And my whole left foot is, like, swollen. And so so I knew it was from the mosquitoes. 
Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to figure out uh, where's what's the uh, building you're talking about. However, I do miss the edit lab. I enjoyed uh, I enjoyed spending days just sitting there, especially late at nights where no one was no one's there, or there's like one or two people there, but it's just quiet paradise. Quiet paradise. Oh, there was there was one night where like this freshman and his friend came in and used the sound booth to like record a mixtape. What? Yeah, like I just noticed like a few minutes later after I let these guys in or helped let them uh-huh. in, like I just hear this guy like dropping bars over, like spitting bars and lines over there, and I'm like, wait, is he recording a rap album over? He's recording his <laughs> mixtape. He's recording his mixtape right now in the edit lab. Uh huh. Was he good? I don't remember. Probably not. <laughs> uh, I wasn't li- paying attention to the words. I just remember him rapping. Uh, I remember when uh, Vaz, uh he took control of the uh, the main speakers, and then he would play uh, Post Malone or uh, Ice JJ Fish or <laughs> Ah Ice JJ Fish or well, who was that fucking guy that did the uh, Man's Not Hot video? You remember that one? No, that I have track? no idea. You've never seen that video? I don't think so. Oh God, I gotta send it to you right now. You gotta listen to it. Hold on. This, this is better than Gucci Gang, probably. Well, most things are better than Gucci Gang, Gucci Gang, Gucci Gang, Gucci Gang. <laughs> okay. okay, I got it. I got it. Uh, how do I do this? How do I send it to you? Um, through text? Shit. How do I do this? Can you um, not figure out how to copy and paste a link? Yeah, yeah, but like, am I... Can you see it? On what? Uh, yeah, I see it. Discord. Yeah, no, I haven't yeah, seen that. Yeah, click on that and watch that. Watch it. Watch okay, it now. I'll, I'll do it. it. Is... I'm not going to watch it now. <laughs> but it's totally worth it, dude. It's totally worth it. My God, I I haven't been to campus this long, and I'm trying to remember where's the... Okay, so we passed there. I think that's the library, so what is that building right there? Keenan. Keenan Hall. Yeah. Yeah, Keenan. Uh, Randall Library, Keenan Hall, King Hall, DePaulo Hall. That's where they shot the uh, the Conjuring movie. Yeah. Yeah. DePaulo is also yeah. where the quick, quick Care Center is on campus. You mean the free condoms and whatnot? Yeah, I'm sure they, those were there too. Yeah, yeah, yeah there was, it was like a safe, they were promoting safe sex and uh, people were posting on uh, stories like, hey, get some free condoms. And then, of course, some guys would obviously get the uh, the Magnum col- condoms to overcompensate or yeah, whatever. whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I just use it as a, a water balloon. Well, I mean, Fill it up. Well, I feel like the trick would be to get a couple of the Magnums and then you get you get what you need of the regular. And if someone asks, uh-huh. like, oh, that, my roommate asked me to get him some. Uh, the only there, okay. Um, speaking of the edit hall, the edit room. Uh, when we were in packed, uh, post edit, post production class, 
and we had to edit some stuff. I do remember this one time where uh, I've, I did something wrong with my terabyte and I thought I had all of my footage deleted, including, uh, um, including uh, labeling the footage names. We had to label the footage names, the audio files, et cetera, and so forth. And I thought I lost it. And I told Pac, dude, I don't know what happened. So we had to restart the computer and then it just came back. So we were good. Uh, being, in his, being in his class, often terrified me whenever he's like behind me taking a look at what I'm doing. But he's such a chill guy. But like... So do you want to get started on? Uh, yeah. The, yeah. Uh, you have your list ready? A few weeks ago, we were talking about doing worst 2010s movies when we were doing worst 2000s movies. And uh, yes. we'll just do the 2010s now. Yeah. So yeah, I, I do have it right here. Okay. Uh, one to ten. Guess we'll count down ten to one. Yeah. Uh, would you like to go first? Uh, no. You're the you're the host. You go first. All right. Fine. Um, number ten. It was in between two really shitty superhero movies of that decade. I don't remember what the other one was, but uh, this one right here is 2011's Green Lantern. Oh. Uh, what a piece of shit. Yeah. Uh, this was the time when the Marvel Cinematic Universe was starting to come to come out. This is the same year we got Thor and Captain America, the first Avenger. So, like, the, the MCU was starting to heat up. It was starting to build yep. towards Avengers the next year. And a few years before, we had gotten the Dark Knight and Iron Man, so we had a, a, a big boost in the quality of these superhero films. And then we get Green Lantern. That's just, yeah. that's a very reminiscent of a bad superhero movie from the 90s from Warner Brothers. It, it, um, it's hardly, it's maybe half related to the comics at all. Uh, there's that stupid subplot with like him as an uncle to like this kid that's only, that only has any, it's only there for one scene and then you never see the brother or the, nephew again it had nothing to do with the story uh for for a movie about green lantern this cool space police force he's sure spending a lot of time on earth yeah uh trying to act with blake lively uh, soon which, to be wife at the yeah time. soon to be wife so they clearly have chemistry in real life but in that movie ryan reynolds and blake lively are just two pieces of wood and then there's of course um, yeah, that's true. That's very true. And then of course there's like Hector Hammond, I think, and uh Parallax, who who repeats the tradition that was brought on by Fantastic Four Rise of the Silver Surfer of the main villain just being a toxic cloud. Yeah, yeah. the Green Lantern has to use his imagination to fight a cloud. That that is <laughs> that that's the stakes we have in this movie. And um, CGI that I can only compare to a really shitty Xbox game, like a really shitty Xbox 360 game in terms of graphical design. Just, just, and they decided, hey, let's make the whole suit CGI. Oh boy, that suit looks like dog shit. Uh, they yeah. tried to have this like motif where yeah. it looks like a muscle suit where there's like lights radiating through it. 
of like this cosmic energy. It just looks kind of weird. I need I need some boots. Yeah. Like can can we give him some shoes? I just feel weird about like the leotard looking thing he's wearing. And the mask, oof. And I think we all forget Taika Waititi was in this movie as his friend. I was going to say I was going to say and I often forget he was in this movie. I, yeah. Uh, nowadays was, uh... I choose to forget out of choice. Really? I mean, do we really want to remember who was in Green Lantern? <laughs> I will say Mark uh, Strong was a good choice for Sinestro. Yeah, he was. He was the highlight of the Yes, film. he was. The couple minutes he was on screen, he was the highlight of the movie. Uh, and Michael Clark Duncan, who voiced Kilowog. Uh, going with what you're saying about the villains, um, first time watching Green Lantern, I hated yeah. Hector Hammond. Not because he was well, he was badly written, but him just—it was just him just moaning and screaming, yeah. being a child. I'm like, yeah. shut up, dude! You're not. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, he was just a—he was just like a this, bitch. In that like movie. this weird, creepy, drunk guy. And um, I only saw it once in theaters, and that was—that was maybe once the first, That was maybe the first time. I was angry walking out of a movie theater. Really? I was so disappointed in this movie. <laughs> and it's the worst on your bottom list. It is It is Number the 10. worst DC superhero movie of the 2010s. Yeah. Well, I also didn't watch Jonah Hex, so maybe that one oh, might be oh, on there. Oh, don't watch it. It's worse than Green Lantern. It's worse. Uh, so what's your number 10? <laughs> Uh, number 10, coming to number 10, it was released uh, this year, directed by Josh Trank. Uh, it is Capone, starring Tom Hardy. Oh, 2019? Uh, no, 2020. Well, that's in the 2020s. Oh, oh wait, wait, hold on, hold on, let me see. You already have a top 10 of the 2020s. <laughs> let's see, hold on, wait a minute, wait a minute. Let's see, let's see, let's see, 2018. Well, 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 technically, though, technically, um, the filming started in March 2018, and it's been on post-production. The filming, no, 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 we're talking release year, release year. No, no, well, technically, it was was supposed to be released on 2019, but they had to push back because they couldn't find a... No, no, that doesn't count. Oh, come on. Okay, okay, fine. Well then, I well good thing though that I had a contingency plan. I had a contingency plan, okay, uh, because it would tied up to this. They're both equally tied. Batman um, v Superman. No, no, <laughs> no! Shut up. Uh, uh, no, actually, uh, it, it tied with uh, Suicide Squad. Suicide uh, Squad. Suicide Squad. Two. Yes, Suicide Squad. Now, obviously, you remember during our college years, uh, I was, I was like super pumped for Suicide Squad. I bought all the merch, the tees, the belt, the shoes, the everything, right? Yeah. And and we had a, a huge group of our friends. We went to go see it in theaters. Uh, God awful movie. Uh, the editing was shit. It was oh, yeah. too flashy, too quick. Um. You know how, like, 
when you have a film, a DC film involving Joker, like you're expecting whenever Joker comes on screen, you want to know what he's going to do next. Yeah. With Suicide Squad, I just wanted him out. Yeah. It, it was just over to the top, but it was it was just on purpose. You know, it was just Jared Leto just yeah. being like, oh, I'm Jared Leto. I'm a method actor. Let that, me do like, this. Let me do that. That really bad Pacino impression he does is the Joker. Yeah. Uh, the laugh was annoying. Damaged. D- damaged tattoos. Like, I don't mind different interpretations of Joker, but but Jared Leto, he sort of went a little too overboard. He was a little over in his head trying yeah. to be, you know, like, he was trying to be different, which I can respect, but... The difference is not though, good. <laughs> the difference is not good. Uh, and if we're being totally honest... Suicide Squad is—I can I could uh, say that it's more like Hot Topics, edgy version of Guardians of the Galaxy in terms of yes. every scene has to involve a soundtrack. Yes, it's like every scene there's boom soundtrack from this guy, from that guy, here and there. Like, That's exactly why yeah. they made Suicide Squad was to get their own Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, it was it's like what? Yeah, what group of ragtag people do we have? The Suicide Squad, great, make that movie. Hey, yeah, make that fucking movie. And then, of course, everyone is now on the trend of releasing this cut. Now they want the air cut of this movie. God, I hope we never see that. And then David Ayer's like, the cut exists. You just need to demand it, though. But he he, he also needs- said before that that what you saw was the movie. Yeah, yeah, and then we had so, the extended cut, which didn't help out at all. Yeah, <laughs> it didn't even help. Like, you want to watch the deleted scenes? Watch the deleted scenes; they're out there. Or the behind-the-scenes footage of what didn't make it in the movie. Yeah, yeah, so. and that stuff sucked too. So, what makes you guys think that's going to make the movie like bearable? <laughs> There's like maybe well, two scenes in that movie I like. Uh, which is what. Uh, the one where Deadshot gets captured by Batman, like he gives himself up to Batman because of his daughter, uh-huh. and then the one where like they're all in the bar and they're just chatting for a minute. Yeah, the rest of the movie's dog shit. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Definitely. Yeah. Uh, so that is my contingency number ten. Uh, number nine, uh, twenty eighteen's The Grinch. By Illumination? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Benedict Cumberbatch plays the Grinch. The Grinch. Um, You hated that movie. Austin Chestnut has a great review of that on Letterboxd that's done in the style of Dr. Seuss. Oh, So uh, you you should read that at some point. I saw the movie with him and our friend Audra, who also designed the one and only Soft Boys Anonymous t-shirt. Uh... We all hated it. We all collectively hated this movie. Okay. Uh, it took a big, a big shit on the source material. I mean, yeah, it, it it directly adapted what was in the book. It's just not hard to do that. But um, what they added was just not good. It basically right. it basically tries to be like a typical Illumination animated movie, but with the Grinch. And if that sounds bad, it's because it is bad. Yeah. 
Uh, I like Benedict Cumberbatch fine. I don't think he's really the Grinch. Um, they, they aged up Cindy Lou Who a little bit again. Uh-huh. You know, and she's like this super smart kind of, um, I don't know. She kind of, she kind of, it's, it's, it's where she also forms a friendship with the Grinch. And uh, near the end of the movie, the way the movie uses its, I'm going to bust out some film school terms here for a second. It yeah, uses yeah. its cinematic language to tell us what's going on. Um, it The movie makes it look like it's kind of sexing up Cindy Lou near the end and that, uh, that uh, the Grinch is um, growing fond of Cindy Lou Who. Oh God! In yeah. a uh, way that is uncomfortable, I feel that they are growing fond of each other in a way that's uh, not very comfortable at all. Uh, even though, actually, in like the last scene or two, he's he, I think he becomes like attracted to Cindy Lou Who's mom because <laughs> I think she's supposed to be like a single mom in that in that version, and he's in like a. The Grinch is sort of friends with like this guy in Whoville who he doesn't uh-huh. like but loves him and it's super annoying. Uh just this whole movie's bad. And and it and it's kind of pedophilia. It's sort of pedophilia in the, at the end. This is what I mainly remember about it. Uh not a good interpretation of the material. Uh somehow worse than the Jim Carrey Ron Howard version from two thousand. I said it. Which I believe that version also made the worst of two thousands list. Nah, because <laughs> these are just bad movies. Uh, you're you're number nine. Okay, uh, my number nine. Uh, let's see here. Uh, it was directed by Todd Phillips, released in two thousand eleven. Uh, The Hangover Part Two. Okay. The Hangover Part 2 is number 9 on my list. The reason why it's on number 9 is because it's pretty much a, a, a carbon copy of the first film, but they tried to be edgier by adding, uh, by adding more edgy humor, dark humor, such as... Um, uh, transgender jokes uh transsexual jokes uh one of the main characters uh played by ed helms uh it is it, it is revealed that he had sex with a transgender prostitute and they're in this uh, strip club and they, they they meet the stripper and they thought that at first they're like oh hey man how you doing man or whatever and then uh when they go into the backstage and uh, she reveals what had happened during the night of their uh, escapade. And she takes off her clothes and then she turns around and she's completely new. But when she turns around, you see the genitals and whatnot. And then the guys overreacted. They're freaking the hell out. And it's revealed that she had sex with Ed Helms' character. Uh, uh, there's also uh, uh, pedophilia jokes for the sake of pedophilia jokes. Uh, stereotypical jokes towards Asian people. Uh, it's just pretty much like with the first Hangover, that was a good movie. It had a plot. It it it, it focused on that plot. There's no subplots. There's no anything. 
But with the second one, it's just rehashing everything. You're just at a different location. And you're just adding in darker humor for the sake of being edgy to shock, to add more shock towards its audience. But if you get past the shock humor, it's the same thing. You're watching the same yeah. movie. So that's why it's on my number nine. Oh, and before we go to the next one, uh, yeah, Zach Galifianakis' character, uh, he continues his whole shtick of playing the dumbfounded character. It gets old, especially in Hangover Part 3. But ironically, that's not on my list. Uh, because uh, the third one at least tried to be different. It's still a bad movie, but it's not number nine yet. So, you're number eight. Uh, number eight is a movie that also takes a huge dump on its franchise, like Hangover Part 2 does. But this one's a prequel. And this movie is Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them. Uh, Wait, wait, wait. Is it the the sequel or the... uh, The first one. I haven't even seen Crimes of Grindelwald. (laughs) Don't, but... This this first one is dog shit. Uh, I've said before... That this movie is so boring that it makes the Phantom Menace look riveting. And I stand by that statement. This movie is so fucking dull and uninteresting no. and bland. When it's not just downright terrible and nonsensical, it's bland as can be. I don't care whatsoever about Newt's commander as a protagonist. <laughs> he He's pretty much light and whimsical for the sake of it. And kind of a huge idiot. For... You know, the kind of legacy, I guess, this character is supposed to have in the Wizarding World because he ends up up writing the book called Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them, which I think they use as a textbook in Hogwarts, if my memory is correct at that. Um, Uh It is, it is. uh, The connections to the the Harry Harry Potter Potter. movies, trash. Uh, Yeah. It's it's just not done very well. Um, a legendary Grindelwald ends up becoming Johnny. It's like you have Colin Farrell the whole movie who ends up being the villain. You have this great yeah. actor in Colin Farrell, and he's like, "Fooled you! I'm actually Johnny Depp." Johnny Depp with like weird makeup and you know, like weird goofy. He uh, had like a villain hammy makeup and. The, the spiked hair and like the different was, eyes because it's Johnny Depp. He has to play the weird kooky character. And I'm like, no, I'd rather have Colin Farrell for these yeah, other Colin. like five movies that are going to come out. But instead uh, I get, I get the opposite of what I wanted. Johnny Depp. Uh, Going off with what you're saying about the whole Johnny Depp. Reveal, oh, and the CG I, is bad. The CG, the CG is, is so bad. trash. Oh my gosh, it's 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 worse than like that CG uh, troll in Order of the Phoenix. Oh, really? Yeah, I think oh. it's worse than that. It's like they look way too like cartoony. They look like they're in a different movie. It doesn't. It doesn't look uh, like it blends into the world at all. Uh, <clears throat> I went to the premiere of Fantastic Beasts, and it was a packed house. When we got to the reveal that Colin Farrell was actually Johnny Depp, 
the room was silent, not because of shock, but because of like, what? Really? Like, really? Really? You're going to bring him out of all the act? Yeah. Like, I I went to go see this movie because of Colin Farrell. I wanted to see him as the bad guy. Yeah. Because Colin Farrell. And then there's Ezra Miller. Ezra. Ezra Miller's character sucks in the movie. And then they kill him off at the end. But then he just comes right back in the second movie. And such wasted talent. Yeah, wasted talent. Wasted talent for Eddie Redmayne as well. Yeah. I just thought he was just some, like, nervous bitch. Yeah, he was just, like, some generic, blundering, whimsical guy. And I'm just like, this sucks. Like, he's not an interesting character at all, especially not one I want to follow. And he doesn't even hardly feel like the protagonist in his own movie. Exactly. And I'm thinking like, well, I mean, you're the protagonist of your own movie and it's played by a good actor. But in this one, in this one, though, you have to have some charisma or confidence. Or something. He's just putting on the shtick with his voice and... It's, he's just like you don't want to you don't want to bother him you don't want to touch him or whatever you know yeah, he's just like playing the shy so guy. bad yeah so that's your number uh number eight yes okay well um my number eight uh is your number 10 green lantern yeah and and, <laughs> and we don't have to explain that much but i will say this though uh i'm just glad that the only positive thing I could say about Green Lantern is that uh, without Green Lantern, we wouldn't have gotten Green Lantern jokes in Deadpool. Right. Yeah. Right. So, I mean, there's something positive out of that. But And, and I, I guess that Ryan Reynolds met his wife. And Ryan Reynolds. Yeah. And that's pretty wife. good, too, I guess. Yeah. And uh, we did get Deadpool out of that, you know. Yeah. It's, it's sort of like uh, Green Lantern was like Ryan Reynolds' incentive. Okay, if I'm going to do another comic book uh, film again, and if it's Deadpool, I got to do this right. Otherwise, I'm going to be going back to indie films or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Or, or so, if uh, there ended up being a Deadpool movie and it wasn't done right, it was going to be like X-Men Origins all over again. Exactly. Yeah. And it would be exactly. his fourth shitty comic book movie. But I will say this, though. I did not realize that was Taika Waititi in the film. Yeah. I thought it was uh, the British actor Richard Ayoade. I think that's how you pronounce it. He was in the IT crowd on Netflix. But but anyway, that's not here or there. Uh, my number seven uh, is Central Intelligence. No! Central Intelligence from 2016, uh, starring what? Dwayne The Rock Johnson and Kevin Hart. A movie I was actually looking forward to watching and another movie that ruined my day when I saw it in theaters. What are you talking about? This movie is dog shit. They had like a it was it was like someone uh decided to finally put into development a script that was five years old with all the dated Twilight jokes you can muster. And decided to throw in Dwayne Johnson and Kevin Hart. I believe so this. this for... I believe this movie was co-written by Ike Barinholtz, uh, who was on Mad it TV was. back in the day. And um, I don't have anything good to say about this movie at all. Really bad, dated jokes. Uh, 
not good humor whatsoever. It's just like the 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 constant trying to um give twists as to, as to how like Dwayne Johnson's able to keep up with Kevin Hart who's trying to escape him cuz he doesn't want any part of this. <laughs> and Dwayne Johnson's able to catch him over and over. It's like the movie keeps acting like it's smarter than the audience and it's not. It's really a dumbass comedy and not a good one. Dude, you're watching total waste of the chemistry, a total waste of the chemistry between Dwayne Johnson, who plays just frankly a weirdo. You do not want to be around. Uh, And Kevin Hart, it's a waste of their chemistry. If you want to watch a movie where they're more compatible together, watch Jumanji, watch the Jumanji movies they're in. Don't watch this. And then Aaron Paul yeah. ends up being the villain. Well, and it's just a really yeah. shitty excuse to get him to say bitch in a movie because he was <laughs> on Breaking Bad. We got to have him say bitch. And he turns out to be the villain, and it's dog shit. Yeah. Terrible okay. comedy. Terrible buddy cop. This should have been an easy home run, and it was atrocious. I. I fucking enjoyed this movie. I don't care what you say. It was enjoyable. Not saying it was a good movie. It was enjoyable. It's some old bullshit. It's a high rental for me. Anyway. That's an insult to rentals. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, got it. Uh, my number seven. My number seven film. Uh, when was this released? Uh... Two thousand fourteen, directed by Michael Bay. Transformers Age of Extinction. Oh my. Uh, that that is my number uh seven. Um I have this thing where uh I love the Transformer I love the Transformer uh cartoons growing up and the merchandise. So whenever there's a trailer for the live action Transformers films, they somehow hook me on. Because it look cause in every Transformer movies, their trailers it shows like, oh, we're gonna get darker, we're gonna get serious, um, we're gonna be edgy. We're gonna uh, actually focus on the Transformers for once. Yeah, but I will. And and uh, this time, no Shia LaBeouf. We're gonna go with Mark Wahlberg. Mark Wahlberg, his performance is all right. You know, he's tolerable, but. I have a lot of complaints with this movie. First of all, the CGI is atrocious. It's worse than Fantastic Beasts, mind you. The CGI in Transformers Age of Extinction is shit. The only thing good, the only the only part of the CG that was decent was the main antagonist's uh, CGI. Like everything everything went to the antagonist. Everything moved fluidly. Everything was beautiful, but the rest was awful. My second complaint is there's no substance. I mean, well, there's no substance in Michael Bay films. It's just explosions. And with this one, the explosions, it's just like, dude, chill the fuck out with the explosions. God. It's just like, that's where he put most of the budget in. It's just filming these ridiculous action sequences, showing off uh, 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 logo, showing off brands like uh, 
uh, um, Budweiser, uh, 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 cars like uh, the Chevrolet cars, whatever. It's just pretty much one. It's almost a three hour long uh, merchandise commercial. And it just involves Transformers in it. Uh, have you seen it? Have you seen it? Don't. I haven't seen four uh, or five. Oh, but anyway, uh, with number four, uh, there's also a subplot where um, Mark Wahlberg's daughter, played by Nicol- Nicholas... Uh, Nicola Peltz. Peltz. Nicola Peltz. From The Sorry. Last Airbender. Which also sucked. Uh, yeah, uh, Nicola Peltz. There's a subplot with Nicola Peltz and actor Jack Rayner. Reiner, Rayner. Oh. Uh, the, the subplot is that uh, Mark Wahlberg's character finds out that his daughter, Tessa, played by Nicola Peltz, uh, is dating an older man, played by Jack Rayner. Uh, his daughter is in high school. She's a minor, whereas Jack Rayner, he's a, an adult. And it, and uh, obviously there's some you know pedophilia uncomfortable pedophilia things, but with what Michael Bay did was he actually snuck in an actual law, which is the Romeo and Juliet laws, where um, in, no matter what age you are, whether you're a minor or whatever, if you date within a certain amount of time, then technically it's legal. Yeah, look it up. It's in, it's under it's a it's a Texas law, the Romeo and Juliet law. But I'm not going to get into that. But uh, pretty much, Michael Bay made it legal for them to date, where it's where uh, where it's okay for an, a minor to date an adult man. Yeah, Michael Bay did that. Yeah. Well, there's also the same Michael oh, Bay that had like ass shots of Megan Fox in the first Transformers movie when she's supposed to be a high schooler. There is an ass shot with uh, in this movie uh, uh, with Nicola Peltz, uh, who's playing a minor. Yeah, there is an ass shot, and she probably was and one they, still. And they actually made a joke about it. Mark Wahlberg's character says, "Sweetheart, your shorts are shrinking by the second. And there's like an ass shot of that, and I'm like, okay. "Come on!" Oh, oh, and before we moved on to number six, uh, also um, the dialogue is atrocious is is tj miller uh, in one, that movie th- there's one tj miller is in this movie and he is annoying yes yeah. in this movie he's the one that dies right yeah as uh, for yeah he dies yeah. and it's hilarious <laughs> but anyway um like i said though the dialogue is atrocious there's one piece of dialogue that remained in my head ever since i've seen this film and i can't get it out of my head because it's so bad but uh, it's halfway at the end of the movie where Mark Wahlberg and Jack Rayner, they're on the uh, spaceship. And Mark Wahlberg, he's been pestering this dude like, like, uh, you're not dating my daughter, blah, blah, this, blah, blah, that. And Jack Rayner says to Mark Wahlberg, um, uh, I'm not here to save your daughter. You're here to save my girlfriend. And then they went on. That was it. They try to make it this 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 uh, epic moment, you know, like uh, Jack Rayner. He finally stands up to to uh, to Mark Wahlberg, saying, uh, "I'm not here to rescue your daughter. You're here to rescue my girlfriend." And then they get a shot of Mark Wahlberg with a WTF face, and then they cut to the next scene. And I'm like, "That that was poorly executed." That's when I'm you sorry. punch the guy, and he's an adult, yeah. so you can get away with it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 
But overall, though, Transformers 4, Age of Extinction, a waste of uh, $200 plus million dollar budget. Yes. A waste of uh, everyone's time. Yes. So, yeah, it's on my number seven. Uh, number six is, a, is another bad comedy. That this one's <laughs> much more of a hot take. Uh, you ready for this hot take uh, here? Um, uh, from shit. 2011, I believe. Uh, Paul Feig's Bridesmaids. Oh, okay. Well, that's fine. <laughs> I don't like Bridesmaids. Paul Feig's Bridesmaids. The only time I laughed in this entire movie was when Kristen Wiig called a teenager a cunt in a jewelry store. Just because I think that yeah. was the first time I heard cunt in a movie. Really? Yeah, or maybe I was just shocked that she said cunt. Yeah. That was the only time I laughed the entire movie. The movie's not funny whatsoever. It's like the most generic ass, like, jealousy and framing story I've ever Uh, seen. Where, like, the person who's actually a bitch frames the protagonist to try to make them look bad. And really, it just makes all the other supporting characters look fucking stupid. Like, you guys can't figure out these most basic things. Maya Rudolph, you can't figure out these most basic things because you've known Kristen Wiig forever. Okay, Uh, and Melissa McCarthy, awful in this movie. uh, This is is the start of her horrible fat humor shtick where they have her doing pratfalls and making, like, gross crude jokes because oh it's funny because she's the fat person saying this and being obsessed with food and you know like it's it's kind of it doesn't make fat women look good no it doesn't it does not no but uh yeah i can see where you're coming terrible comedy terrible cliche story that i hate 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 and, oh yeah, Kristen Wiig. Yeah. <laughs> Not a fan of Kristen Wiig. Well, I was gonna ask you uh, in this movie. Are you? Have you ever liked a Melissa McCarthy movie though? Any Melissa McCarthy? You know what? Movie? Or do you avoid? I, I didn't see that drama she was in that everyone really liked. Oh, she was good. Where she, she good. played like that author. Uh, yeah, the mo- it was actually the one good. movie I liked her in. I kid you not. The Happy Time Doug- Murders. <laughs> I thought you were gonna say Ghostbusters. That's when I was about to throw. No, I haven't seen Ghostbusters yet. Yet, but really, Happy Time Murders. Wow. I'm not saying that movie's amazing, but yeah, she's okay in it. it. She's okay. She's tolerable. Yeah. yeah, and there are a couple good gross-out gags in that movie. That movie's supposed the... to be trash. Come on. You're talking about the, the puppet ejaculation scene? Oh, yeah, the thing with the octopus in, in, the, in the shop. Yeah. <laughs> so disgusting. <laughs> and, man, come on. tell I dare you to tell me that that silly string gag isn't amazing. It is. Where he just over-excessively ejaculates in his office. <laughs> it's just spraying everywhere. I wish they didn't put that gag in the trailer because it's probably the best gag in the whole movie. I know. Oh, shit. Okay, uh, for my number six, I think you'll get a laugh out of this one. 
uh, it might be on your list, it might not be, but what a fail this movie continues to be, or was. Uh, it's direct, it was released last year, directed by Tom Hooper, the film Cats. Oh, I haven't seen this movie. Don't. I hated every minute of it. I cannot believe I actually bought it. And watched it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you paid money for this movie. I, I paid money for this movie. Why did I buy? Why did, well, it was on sale, so I mean, I had an excuse. Oh, that's how you justify <laughs> buying the worst pieces of dog shit that you know you're gonna hate. Ah, well, it is on sale. <laughs> anyway, uh, well, I mean, what can I say? The visual effects are garbage. Uh, the the. The actors performing in this film, they're not giving their best. They're taking it way too seriously. Uh, it could it not all looks disturbing. Was... What's this what's this term? Uncanny Valley? Yeah. Is that, is that yeah, there's an uncanny valley feel to this movie. Uh I just not feel only with icky uh, and uncomfortable. Yeah, you feel and I know you and I know you bashed me on uh, being attracted to Rebel Wilson as a cat. But the more I watch, you it, just said it yourself right now. I know. No, I mean I'm not. Wait. I'm not now. Okay. I'm not. Okay. It's but worn the more off. I watch. Well, the the more I watch the film, the more I'm like, okay, Rebel Wilson, you need to stop with the fat girl, uh, falls and all that shit. Well, For Melissa Christ McCarthy me. stopped it, so someone had to keep it going. So I had to keep it going, you know. Well, hey, well, I mean, shout out to Rebel Wilson. She uh, she decided to go the healthy route, and she looks good. Not to say that she's a ugly person, ugly woman. I'm just saying. Yeah, that she's the, pretty. She looks. Yeah. She's uh, she's a uh, healthier, and uh, I don't know if that'll give her the incentive to stop with the whole fat girl joke. Wait, have you seen Adele? Adele is like beautiful, different. Well, like wow. It's like she doesn't even look like herself anymore. I don't know if she did I'm, surgery or... I, just actually, I don't think she I don't did. Know. I don't think so. But to be honest, though, I thought she looked beautiful curvy. I thought yeah. she looked fine. Yeah. Yeah, but Me now she did all this, I'm like, I don't know how to adjust to that. Yeah, it's kind of strange. But, but, uh, but yeah, but uh, with cats... Oh, and I what I also love about the film, which is a love-hate thing, but I love it how, like, Everyone pointed out that the film wasn't even finished when it was released. Yeah, the the hand on Judy Dench. Yeah, yeah, and it was also a box office bomb. Uh, the budget was between eighty to a hundred million, and the box office was just seventy five point five million dollars worldwide. Worldwide. Wow. Yes, worldwide. Uh. And uh, complete waste of time for the actors. The actors wasted their time yeah. on this movie. Except uh, for maybe Taylor Swift and Jason Derulo, because I don't like them anyways. Uh, I don't like James Corden in this movie. I love James Corden, but I do not love him in this movie. <laughs> Is he also doing I'm the annoying. fat jokes and everything? Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Yeah, and what's up with the whole the whole the, the, him doing the 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 cat sound effect? He, he's in such was, awful movies. He was good into the woods. I thought he was pretty decent. He's in it like he's a lot. Emo- he's he's always in those animated movies. They're just like, hey, look at the 
like dozen celebrities we got to voice in this movie. The emoji movie. He was or in like the emoji movie. Secret Life of Pets and whatever. It's like here's James Corden. Oh no! <laughs> so you know the movie is gonna be trash. But uh, but yeah, that is my number six. <clears throat> uh, my number five is um, it's a movie I said was bad, but I've seen much worse when I first saw it, and then very closely after. Uh, every time I would think about it it got worse and worse until I agreed that it was quite terrible and possibly the worst of its series and possibly one of the worst of its decade. It's dark Phoenix. That's my number five. What a piece of shit. It's a piece of shit. What a, what a piece of trash. It just leaves a sour taste in your mouth. This is supposed to be like the big conclusion of the X-Men franchise. Next to New Mutants, but continue on. <laughs> Shaking your head. Anyway, continue. Man, if you want to talk about Jennifer... bad CGI and bad action, did you get the nat? No, I don't think so. Okay. Uh, okay if you want okay. to talk about poorly constructed constructed action scenes, oh yes. boy, these are awful. No suspense. Very awfully like blocked and constructed and planned out. And of course the story sucks. Um, Xavier sucks in this movie. Uh, I Magneto. I hate Hank McCoy in this movie as well. He's a bitch too. A lot of them are kind of just like bitches in this, in this movie. Uh, Jean Grey, even um, Cyclops. Well, dude, it's not that. It's just that, when you watch it, you realize that all these actors really don't want to be in this movie. Yeah, that too. Well, like James McAvoy is probably probably gives the best performance out of them because he can make anything sound good, and even Michael yeah. Fassbender a little bit. But you can clearly tell. No, everyone else is bad. And and Jennifer Lawrence, they both. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. You saw that in Apocalypse, and I actually I think Jennifer Lawrence was a little better in Dark Phoenix than she was in Apocalypse. Maybe well, given that it's her last one. It's her last, and probably because she, she had less tell. screen time. Yeah, and she's like, "Good, I get to die in this one." <laughs> Which man, I and... I hate Mystique being a hero. I, I hated that in Apocalypse, and it still makes no sense here. It's like yeah, this is just not made... the same character at all. Exactly. Why did she turn evil? Uh, you know. Why did she turn why? good again? Like that makes no why sense. Why turn good? It doesn't make sense. Uh, and could we also talk about how shitty Simon Kimberg is? Like, oh yeah, he he so desperately wants dark the Dark Phoenix storyline to come up. That's what happened with X Men Three. Yeah, and, and he, he wanted. And he's to do written it. both of these movies, so he fucked up the same story twice. How do you fuck it up twice? And I also blame Brian Singer for setting it up and then leaving both times. Oh, yeah. Totally. And also fuck Brian Singer. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. That too. That too. But uh, but going off with our number five, since we have the same uh, number five, um, Simon Kinberg should not... uh, have creative control at all with X-Men films. 
you should just stick yeah. to being producer and just let whoever's directing or writing to have complete control of it. Yeah, I just don't think he fully it, gets it. it. No, no, I just no, think, he don't think all. he fully gets what actually makes it interesting. And there's like a bunch of characters kind of lumped in with like really kind of shitty melodrama. And the villain, ugh. Um, what is it? Gosh. Jessica Chastain? Yeah. Fuck, she, she doesn't even it come was... into the movie until like... The last... I don't know, maybe she comes know. in after the first act. Maybe. But it, it's uh, it's a while. She's barely in the movie. You could, you could arguably cut out her arc in the movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, hard, I hardly remember what she wanted. It was just like some... I don't even remember what she wanted. She wanted uh, Jean Grey to unleash her full power. Uh, so she could like drain that. it, I think? I think so. Yeah. What I will say this, though, is that we both own the film. You have the 4K physical copy, and I have the 4K digital copy. And well, I didn't pay money that. for it, though. You you mailed it well, to me. It's a Christmas me. gift. It's a Christmas <laughs> gift, yeah. Uh, so thankfully, <laughs> I didn't spend any money on this picture. And I, you only spent like I, seven bucks. Yeah, it was on the Black Friday sale. Yeah. So and it was the, yeah. So we didn't really lose anything. We didn't lose much. Uh, it still feels <laughs> like we lost a lot. Uh, uh, and our patience, our IQ points, our uh, a good like hour and forty minutes or so of our lives. It. it Watching Dark Phoenix, it just, like you said at the beginning, it leaves a sour taste in your mouth knowing that this is the last X-Men film before yeah. MCU will yeah. take full advantage of Or just X-Men. knowing that, like, just knowing that this and, is an X-Men movie or, or a knowing, movie and knowing all the all the actors there and what we've seen them do as their characters, well, except for like Ty Sheridan and Sophie Turner and like the newer people that didn't really get good material to begin with. It's just, uh, it's, yeah, but I mean, I'm okay if I don't ever have to hear Sophie Turner do an American accent again. It's just, it's oh, just yeah. strange. I just, eh. but, uh, we, but we cannot forget that, uh, there's still one more quote unquote X-Men movie that's supposed to come out this year. Which is New Mutants, and that's going to definitely came out. be in our. Yeah, it already came out, but it'll definitely be on our 2020s list of bad movies. On like home video, or home video, yeah. whatever that drops. So I mean, we got through our number five. We both agreed on our number five. Uh, should I start with number four? I don't know. Do you want to keep it the same order? Or... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, we have this. We have the same number fives. Yeah. Okay. I've, I've I mean, if you want to go with your number four, it's fine with me. Okay. Uh, let's see here. Uh, my number five. No, no, no. Number four. Number four. Uh, it was released in 2017. Also directed by Michael Bay. Transformers: The Last <laughs> Night. <laughs> so what made it? So what made it like two or three spots worse than? Age of Extinction. Well, for one thing, the movie gave me a headache because they ran out of ideas with this movie. <laughs> it's just, it's just, uh, it's just explosion after explosion after di- cringy dialogue, and it, 
Michael Bay, you can clearly tell Michael Bay wanted out of Transformers. So he just lays it on thick on everything he could put into this one two out two and a half hour film. But it feels like three or four hours. And you can tell that the pacing is off in uh, this film. Uh, Mark Wahlberg is still Mark Wahlberg. Uh, they got rid of the daughter. They got rid of the uh, daughter's boyfriend. Um, they uh, they try to do a stupid subplot with uh, um, the this new actress, uh, Hispanic actress. I forgot her yeah, name, but Dora. she played Dora. Yeah, she played Dora. Yeah, uh, Isabella. Moner. Yeah, Moner. it used to be Moner. Yeah. She changed it to something else as like her stage name. I don't remember no, what no, she I, changed I, it to. I think it is Isabella Moner. It was Isabella Moner, but I don't... Now it's Merced. Merced. She changed it to Merced. M-E-R-C-E-D. But anyway, anyway. To be honest, uh, when Michael Bay had that trailer release, I thought, oh no, they're going to make this girl the new Michael Bay girl. Ass shots and whatnot. I was like, oh God. But thankfully, he did not do that. He... I was like, okay, Michael Bay... Uh, you're, I know you're tiptoeing the fine line, but uh, thank you for not doing that. Um, anyway, uh, yeah. Uh, also, there's also um, the cinematography of this movie. Now, Michael Bay shot Transformers last night with uh, three different cameras. Uh, he tried uh, the new IMAX camera. He used the real IMAX camera. And then he used the standard uh, camera. And when you watch this film, they actually, they act, I shit you not, if you w- were to watch this film, the aspect ratio changes from standard aspect ratio to uh, digital IMAX ratio to real IMAX ratio. And it actually, every scene, it just, just changes the ratio. Imagine if we were still in the days of full screen. And having to yeah. crop that for a full screen, it'd yeah. be a nightmare. It'd be, it definitely would be a nightmare. So that was my complaint. And uh, my dad and I were watching the film, and my dad was like, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Did you zoom in? What's going on here? And I'm like, that's how, that's how he shot it. <laughs> yeah, You're like why do that in the same sequence? Within, same within sequence, like a minute, it's thing. swapping between three different aspect ratios multiple times. Exactly. Like why? Exactly. What are you doing? Like, okay, okay. So, like, uh, a a good example of how to do it right is uh, take a look at uh, Christopher Nolan's uh, films. If you were to purchase The Dark Knight, The Dark Knight Rises, and uh, Dunkirk on a physical copy of it, uh, the aspect ratio changes only for the IMAX shot sequences. With this one. Uh, eight, uh, last night they've been shot with so many with, with with the IMAX and the standard aspect ratio I guess the physical copy people and the digital people they're like uh, it takes too long to fix the aspect ratio so let's just release it as intended so yeah um, cinematography wise it sucks Action-wise, there's no substance. There's no there's no risks because you know Optimus Prime is going to turn from bad guy to good guy. It doesn't make sense at all. Uh, pretty much when you watch this film, 
you can tell that Bay, Michael Bay, just wanted to get out. He's done. He's done directing these films. He wants to move on to other things. He doesn't mind producing it because once he stepped out of the director's chair, we had Bumblebee, which was a good Transformers film. So That's because you can that. slap your name on, as a producing credit on those movies without actually doing anything. Yeah. So that's my number four. What's your number three? Uh, my number four is... Oh, your number four. ...is a movie from, I think, last year directed by Fred Durst from uh, Limp Biscuit. It is, it is the fanatic starring John Travolta as a man named yeah. Moose who is yeah. obsessed with his celebrity idol, Hunter Dunbar, and he just has to get his autograph. And Hunter, Hunter Dunbar uh, leaves a signing when he's uh, when um, Moose is next in line, and then Moose kind of creepily follows him outside. Uh, Hunter Dunbar is a dick to him, and then he kind of... He kind of wants revenge after, sort of. Well, uh-huh. after a while, at first he, he creeps on him to try to get an autograph again. And then Hunter Dunbar is even further a dick. So then he starts trying to have revenge. And it gets weird and fucked up. And it's it, it's it's an atrocious film. <laughs> Top to bottom. Yeah. Very poorly written. Very poorly executed. Um, doesn't really treat mental illness very well. Uh, the there's narration by um, Moose's like young adult paparazzi photographer friend, and man, she is she is also terrible, especially when she has to do any sort of narration. Yeah. Mainly, even though I actually think she gives the best performance in the movie. Which isn't saying much because uh, it's uh, just just absolute trash beginning to end. John Travolta is back in the shits. I don't understand why John Travolta shitty films. Like, does he desperately? I don't. Does get he have it. to pay off lawyers or something? I or don't is know. It just an easy paycheck. And when that movie was coming out on his Instagram, he was having like Instagram stories of all these reviews that were supposedly like praising his performance. Oh no! And everything, so I guess he like genuinely thought it was a good idea at the time. I don't, I don't know. But I don't really have much to to say about the fanatic, other than it's, it's, it's little... everything you think it's gonna be and more. So maybe and... you should watch it. You can watch it on Amazon Prime Video now. And uh, before we go further, but I mean, I feel like it's a little. Uh... I feel like it's very disrespectful towards the autistic people. Yes. Given his, yes, it's a little, yeah, it's a little mm, very uncomfortable film. I guess that's what Limp Biscuit's doing. Oh, and there is okay. a scene where Hunter Dunbar's with his kid and the car driving in through like his neighborhood or something. And uh-huh. the actor puts on Limp Biscuit and makes Biscuit. his kid listen to it. It's yeah. so shameless. Yeah, it's so ridiculously shameless. Like, come on, Durst. Uh, so what's, what, what's your number three? Okay. Another Josh Trank film that we both despise. It's Fan Four Stick. What can we say about Fan Four Stick? Well, 
obviously there was a lot of studio interference. You can really tell. Uh, the uh, the CG was god awful. Uh, uh, Doctor Doom. Not only is he wasted, but he's also pretty much useless. He's a horrible antagonist. Not because he's an awful action, character. It's just that he was poorly written. Yes. He was poorly written. His motive was simply was simply to be on this planet that they found. He didn't want to destroy Earth. He just wanted to be in that planet. But the Fantastic Four, they're like, well, we need to bring him back. Why do you want to bring him back? Just let him live on this strange planet. He just... Anyway. Uh, he's like a weird, creepy asshole the whole movie. Yeah. Uh, Toby Kebbell, played by Toby Kebbell. Yeah. Uh, Toby Kebbell is a good actor, but in this film... Bad choice. Man, bad choice. No confidence at all. Somehow Dr. worse Man. than, I believe it was Ian McMahon, or whatever who played, who whoever played his him, name was, who played him in the Tim Story movies. Uh-huh. Like, somehow uh, worse than that. Uh, while watching this... um. Obviously, I've said this before, but with the previous films, but uh, uh, you could tell, again, you can tell these actors do not want to be in this film. Yes. With the, ex- with the exception, Michael B. Jordan, who's trying his best to salvage whatever he Yeah, can just because he's cause... Michael B. Jordan and has that raw charisma to him. Well, not only that, but Josh Trank and Michael B. Jordan are... Uh, Sort of close, considering Michael B. Jordan was in uh, his first film, Chronicle. Yeah. Which, which, by the way, Chronicle, that's a perfect Fantastic Four film. His only decent movie. His only only decent film. Only decent film. Uh, He still has a big ego from now. Uh, Josh Trank, not Michael B. Jordan. Yeah. Uh, I gotta say, though... um, Josh Trank, uh, much, uh, you gave us Chronicle, which was a good quote unquote Fantastic Four film. But, dude, uh, I don't know if the, uh, the rumors are true in regards to him not having control of the film set or if it was studio interference, but this as a Marvel movie, as a comic book movie, this is the worst comic book movie. I feel like, like what he had to begin with was trash, too. It didn't sound like he, it was that far off from this. I mean, I like a little wrote, bit, especially the third act. He wrote the script. He, yeah, I like the third the act is clearly a different movie. Rush. Rush. And it's just like a terrible CGI-filled action scene on that planet or dimension or wherever they go to. It's just, it is oh. garbage. It is the worst. Oh. Uh, <laughs> And the uh, wig on Rooney Mara. Yeah, not, no, Ro- not Rooney the, Mara. Peyton Mara. Played... Whatever Kate her name Mara. is. Kate, Kate Mara. Yeah. Yeah, Kate Mara. Yeah. That wig. That wig. Yeah. Oh, and you can tell, and it's and it's Jesus. and it's like slid into other scenes where she before the reshoots where she has her normal long hair. Um. Oh, well, oh, and you know like how... um, Miles Teller and uh, Jamie Bell are supposed to be like high school students at the beginning of the movie. But they do not. They, they... And they're and they're clearly like thirty. 
Yeah. And they're taken immediately, like, from that to work at this place when they're supposed to be, like, young adults. So now Fantastic Four is this YA movie. Um, you know the the thing played by Jamie Bell? Yeah. Uh, and his iconic catchphrase, it's clobbering time. Yes. I love it how, like, in the first, in the Tim Story film, like, it was, like, I guess well-earned. Like, it's yeah. clobbering time. But Josh Trank, in this film, the iconic line, the, the origin of that line is because uh, Ben Grimm was bullied by, was abused by his older brother. His older brother says to him, it's clobbering time. So... So Trank gave a an origin of why the thing says it's clobbering time. Garbage. What? Are you, no, Garbage. that's stupid. And oh, and apparently uh, from the original script, he tried to introduce Galactus in uh, the final act. Like, no, dude, come on, come dude, on, dude, come on, don't. Like, he wants to make this uh, super dark and gritty movie with the Fantastic Four. Like that's supposed to be fun what, and exciting. That's what he said. He said that, like, he wanted to make a, he wanted to make a serious, realistic, dark tone. You can't do that with the Fantastic Four. <laughs> like, if you want to do that, there are plenty other Marvel properties you can much better do that with. At the exactly. time, Daredevil was still at Fox. So, like, you could have made a Daredevil movie or... Or Punisher. Maybe. Or another or X-Men or movie. No, no, no. Keep them away from X-Men. Well, I know you're Like, if you want to do dark and grittier, like, you can... Yeah. There are, I'm just saying there are better properties to do that with. Uh, My number three is... Well... Yeah, my number three is The Last Airbender. <laughs> oh, what, a, okay. what, a, what an awful piece of shit. I watched this, like, yeah. however many months ago now. Uh, th- this year has felt like it's been five, so uh, who who knows when I actually watched this movie? But holy shit! Did you shit. watch it in theaters? No, I, I, didn't. I didn't see it when it came out in theaters. I saw it like maybe a year, a couple years later. I remembered it being bad, but I didn't. I didn't remember how bad it really was. Uh huh. Holy shit! <laughs> yes. Holy shit! shit. Holy shit is right. It, it manages to like smush in a whole season of a television show, but without any of the story really or character development. Yeah. Or like there's no reason for yeah. anyone to really do anything most of the time. It's like they're just kind of rushing us to point to point, but we don't really know why anyone's doing anything really. Um, Ong. Is such an uninteresting protagonist who doesn't embody the character of Aang whatsoever, even on his own, without considering how Aang actually is in the cartoon. He's just not an interesting character in this movie. You don't give a shit about him. And I guess the movie's supposed to be through Katara's eyes, but you totally forget about her half of the movie, too. Even though she's like the narrator. Uh, constantly giving us terrible forced exposition over and over throughout the movie. Uh, Zuko's story is probably the closest thing to a decent one in the movie. 
I said the closest <laughs> thing to one. The closest thing, yeah. But it's still not good. Uh, that that like first like Fire Nation general is played by the fucking pizza guy from Spider Man Two. I can't take that guy seriously as a Fire Nation general. <laughs> yeah. Uh... 21 uh 21 minute guarantee go i was expecting him to say go or or, or yeah. Zuko says to him pizza time pizza time from Zuko. uh oh are you done or not quite yet i was um looking up something here uh let's see let's see uh sean toop or tope is he plays uncle he plays general hero in this movie uh-huh and uh clearly he's the best actor in the whole thing if oh, you don't definitely. if you don't if you don't remember him he played yinsen in iron man the uh the guy that tony stark befriends in the cave mm-hmm. a great lovable lovable actor um it, it it's kind of i would dare say this movie's kind of racist it whitewashes yeah. the heroes and diversify, or I guess brownwashes the villains, and then makes the, it makes the Middle Eastern people the villains. Mm-hmm. When the water tribe's supposed to be Islander people, but now we're having to look at a couple white kids, played by Nicola Peltz. Uh, from Transformers Age of Extinction, and Jackson Rathbone, who was known at the time for the Twilight movies, where he played like one of Edward's adopted brothers. Uh, Jasper, I think his name was. Uh, yeah. Sokka, or I'm sorry, Soka. Soka. Has, doesn't Soka. have any of the fun characteristics of Sokka before, and they totally skip over the 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 dynamic there between him and Katara where he's supposed to kind of protect Katara but he's also kind of incompetent but also like develops himself as a good warrior throughout the show and the movie he just I I don't know he's a serious guy and it's it's just even just on its own as a movie it's bad not even just as an adaptation of its source material. It's like there's this whole world of stuff, but it doesn't really present it to us, really. It's just like this thing happens, and this thing happens, and this thing happens, and here's some explanation of it, kind of, in, like, narration or whatever. Yeah. And some really bad action scenes. the Like, the martial arts that's supposed to make all the air bending or all the element bending in general look cool just looks silly. Just looks really yeah. stupid. It's and, just, and it shouldn't. It looks cooler in the cartoon. The martial arts, you just you could have just copied the martial arts from the cartoon and it will look better than that. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh yeah, piece of shit. And bad CG it, as well, of course. But uh would, the way they completely fucked up the Avatar state. Uh is it a fuck you for the film? I think it's some old bullshit, at least. It might be a fuck you. It's bad. It's bad. It's really bad. Are you on your number three? 
or no no yeah, you're on no, your number no, two on, okay yeah okay. i'm on number two yeah okay so my number two is actually the last airbender <laughs> uh okay and i'll tell you right so, now my number two is fan four stick okay <laughs> wow okay um okay so just to recap um the last airbender yes uh we both grew up with the uh, cartoon on Nickelodeon. We know the story from book one. We know everything about um, how it builds up to the end. But with this one, M. Night Shyamalan took majority, uh, took the great parts of book one, but mashed them together into one uh, hour and 40 minute-ish film. Yeah, and only an hour and 40 minutes. You could have at least gotten two hours out of this material. Yeah, at least two hours of well-written, uh, a, a well-written film, but yeah. you didn't. It, it's it's rushed. Um, it's like a like bad said, Sparks Notes movie, like or Spark bad Spark Notes of the movie yeah. written by someone who was only like half paying attention while watching the show. It's like he took like the main things from book one and just added them in there. He didn't care yeah, about the, like the, some of the, the main the story filler. points. Yeah, like, exactly. Ignored the character, even the plot points sometimes just sporadically happen. Just like things just happen to these people. We don't really know what they want for like most of the time. What I didn't, uh, when this film came out, uh, my family and I watched it in 3d, mind you, Ooh. we paid, we paid extra for 3D. This is when 3D was hype. Uh, anyway. It was I, usually really bad. I didn't realize until... And what I didn't realize until now is that the Water Tribe is whitewashed and the remaining uh, benders were uh, brown-faced or Asian, you know? Yeah. I mean, the Earthbenders are kind of supposed to be that anyways, I guess. Yeah, well, the point... And the Airbenders, made... definitely... Yeah, and then the Fire Nation is uh, Indian, supposed to be, played by Indian. Yeah, and like they're supposed to be white guys. They're clearly white guys in the cartoon. Because they're supposed <laughs> to represent like evil oppressors, and now you're having the people that have been oppressed as now the oppressors, and you like reversed it. Yeah, come on, dude. Like, seriously. You're M. Night Shyamalan. Yeah, and M. Night Shyamalan doing this too. Yeah, uh,. Uh, what else could I say? Um, oh, his reasoning for the pronunciation of the names is he he wanted it to be pronounced the right way, the Asian uh, enunciation of it. Like just pronounce it how it is in the show. So 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 how to pronounce Ang the Asian the Asian way is Ong. Uh, but if two is ways saying, is isn't it Ong? <laughs> two uh, ways. Uh, <laughs> uh, Uncle Iroh is Uncle Iro. Zuko is Zuko. Yeah. But the one that made me cringe was Soka. Yeah. Soka just sounds nasty. That I can't, one's really I, bad. I can't even say it with a straight face. Soka. Ew. He does get soaked a time or two in the movie. Yeah, well, it makes sense. Uh, yeah, but... Yeah. Uh, uh, the CG is terrible. The um, yep. they they rush the plot, the storyline. Yep. Uh, there's every actor in every actor in this film has no charisma at all. Yeah, and there's just no character, or really story. Like things are just happening. And I feel sad for the kid, for the kid actor who played 
Ang or Ang. It's his first film. And the only reason why he got it is because he knows martial arts. Yeah. That was it. Noah Ringer. That was it. And I actually actually did like what they did with the airbender tattoos. Yeah. Like, those look cool. Yeah, but the rest are horrible. Yeah. It's not good. Uh, Also, um, the actor who played uh, Soka, horrible actor. I was so annoyed by him. It's just—it's also the writing. It's just like he's just not Sokka. And I love how, like, at the near end of the movie, when they finally get to the Water Kingdom or whatever, he's immediately infatuated with the princess. Yeah, and they, they kind of in love. Yeah, they skip over them developing a romance, and they're just in one now. That's what I'm and talking I, about with like the the narration and exposition. It skips over development. That I would like to see. Oh, and speaking of Green Lantern, how this was the, that was the first movie you angrily walked out on uh, when it was over. I was so mad after this movie was over. Like there was no, I was like, as a fan, what the hell was that? And they had the audacity to say book two or book uh, one or book two coming soon or whatever. Yeah, you know. Oh, and let's not forget. Uh, they pulled a Marvel on this one. Uh, Marvel Secret End credits. Of right. This film. Yeah. How they're introducing the next villain. Which Azula. Is, of course, Azula. But, uh, my God, dude. It's like after that shitty movie, you, you expected that to get us hyped for another no. one? No, fuck that. And apparently... You didn't even introduce the... the, the like the original cast of characters in the first movie, we're going to expect you to continue them and introduce new characters in a second movie and care. No, no, no. But, uh, going off on that, uh, apparently Netflix has picked up rights to do a live action avatar show. Yeah. And the original creators of avatar left it. (laughs) So it's going to be trash. Well, it might not be considering it's Netflix and it's a TV show. So they'll probably, there have been uh, bad what? Netflix shows though. That's true. Uh, the defenders from Marvel. Um, that's an awful show. 13 reasons why. Uh, Riverdale. That's not uh, Netflix. No, it's a CW. The season four was picked up by Netflix. Wasn't it? it no. Oh. I mean like they, str- it goes up on Netflix later. Oh, okay. But, uh, but yeah, uh, that's my number four. Uh, horrible. Uh, they did the fans dirty on this one. Uh, I'm they glad did, they did bomb. anyone with eyes and ears dirty with this one. I'm, I'm surprised that M. Night Shyamalan uh, was allowed just, to make movies after this. Was allowed to make movies after this. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I mean, he like, still made bad movies after that, didn't he? He redeemed himself with uh, The Visit, which is a horror film, found footage horror film that I actually thought was decent. Yeah, uh, but he like also how many made... years later, though? Years later. Exactly. Years later. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It took him years later to do a decent film. And, of course, Glass, which I thought was pretty good. But anyway, Man. that's... No, not Glass. No, Split. 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 Yeah, but that's another topic. So, what's your number two? 
Uh, well, I'm at number one now because my number oh, two number is Fan Four Stick. Okay, what's your number one? My number one is Movie Forty Three. Ah, the one that Audra likes. No, China. Oh, China likes. China that. said. China said in a tweet that uh, well, I'd have to find the tweet again. Oh God! But it, I have a screenshot of it. You have a screenshot because I needed. Of Photographic proof. evidence of this occurring. I need proof, especially in case she deleted it. Oh, um, let's see. This is dated August the 24th, 2019 at 4.24 p.m. Okay, movie 43 is actually funny as hell. Laughing, crying emoji. Wow, um, China. This movie did not make me laugh once at all for any reason whatsoever. Uh, it might be the worst comedy film ever. And Is I don't it know. a Friedberg and Seltzer film? No. No? That would probably be better. Really? Oh, yeah. Man. This movie is trash. It's pretty much this one guy trying to pitch all these terrible movie ideas to an ex- to like an executive that he has locked in his office, and and ends up kind of holding hostage for the rest of the movie, as he pitches some terrible idea after terrible idea, and those are all mini sketches in the movie that they somehow got all these famous actors to be in, like there's that one with Halle Berry and Hugh Jackman. Um, yeah. Or maybe Hugh, no. Hugh Jackman has the ball sack. Is there someone else with Hugh Jackman in that one? Uh, Kate Winslet, uh, Roy Jenkins. Yeah. Uh, I feel like Jack McBear was in it somewhere. A lot, anyway, of, a lot of famous people. I believe James Gunn wrote one of the sketches. Um, it's, seriously? It's, yeah, he was involved with one of them. I don't remember which one, but like. The movie is dog shit all the way through. That one where um, that kid is like taped on like a pole by his parents. You know what I'm talking about? Uh, yeah. Or like the kid is like embarrassed by his parents and something about. I think it's something about kissing a girl or sex or something. There's the one with the testicles on the throat. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Just a lot of horrid, unfunny sketches that you're just made to sit through for however long the movie is. I was made to watch this movie with a friend who also thought the movie was funny. And she was like, why aren't you laughing? Laugh. And I'm like, I'll laugh when something funny happens. And uh, that was not China. It was it was Lily Frame. I'll oh, call God. her out by name. I'll call her out by name. <laughs> you you are okay with subjecting me to the worst movie of all of the 2010s. Gets a super fuck you, a zero out of five, a zero out of ten. A terrible film. So that's your number one. Yes. Okay, um, my number one film, and this is my hot take, and you'll probably hate me for this, but 
my number one worst film in the 2010s is Pool Boy Drowning Out the Oh, Fury. come on. The worst one out of the whole decade? Yes! Worse than Fan Stick? It's a waste of time, dude. God, what? I can't believe you let you can't believe you forced what? me to watch it. Come on. You had Bradley, you had everyone watching this, and I'm like, what is I'm not laughing at all. It's, it's just, hilarious. No, it's not. No, it's not. Everything about it. It's atrocious value. satire. Don't try to make this like it's like Come it's on. supposed to be meaningful. It's shit. It's Kevin Sorbo was he in there? Yes, Kevin he was. Sorbo he was, was the yeah, <laughs> he was the main guy. He was the pool boy. And fucking Danny Trejo. Yes, he Danny Trejo, it? who was in it like a total of five minutes. Yeah, barely in there. Like, <laughs> he's the he's in like maybe three scenes. <laughs> yeah, and the the uh, what what else? Um, and the uh, camera work is shit. And the uh, plot doesn't even make sense. You know, you know, in the climax of the movie, in the final fight, where like uh, the main actor like walks out on the movie for whatever reason, and they end up like replacing him with um, Jason Mewes for yeah. some of the fight, and then they end up finishing it out with, um, I think, the character of St. James Street James. St. James Street Who, James. So, Pool Boy, too, if people don't know about Pool Boy drowning out the fury. Uh, this, this is like a movie within a movie that's supposed to be a sequel to a movie. And it's called Pool Boy 2 Drowning Out the Fury, made by this guy named St. James Street James, which is as cool and ridiculous as that sounds. Uh, this guy is just like a ridiculous dude in like his castle tower. That's totally probably stock footage. <laughs> you know, it, yeah. it has like this weird ass assistant. And he's showing this VHS of his movie. The VHS was able to do widescreen. I can't believe that this movie from this time will do that. I mean, there are a couple widescreen VHSs out there. But I know Pool Boy 2 Drowning Out the Fury would not have been able to secure one. And it's about this Vietnam veteran who uh, returns from Vietnam to find um, his... Uh, his his wife and his kid were like murdered by this guy, and also also Kevin Sorbo's character is trying to take the local pool cleaning industry back in his neighborhood from the Mexicans. So this movie is I can see why you don't like it because it's super it's super you know ridiculous and over the top, and it's. Um, villainization of Mexicans. And he has to he has to defeat the Mexicans to get the pool yeah, cleaning yeah, business. Yeah. The Mexicans who are treated like a cartel, uh, led by Danny Trejo. It's just <laughs> watch. Watching it with you guys, I did it because I love you guys. I, I watched it. It's horrible, and I love it. <laughs> it yeah, I did. I, I watched it to appease you guys because I love you guys so much. But, dude, what we, a waste of my life! We just found track. it. Knox and I and McGee found it just scouring through Amazon Prime one night. 
And we're like, oh, this movie called Pool Boy Drowning Out the Fury. And it's got Danny Trejo in it, sure. And then we were we were not expecting any of what happened over the next like hour and forty minutes, however long that movie yeah. is. Uh I I think and you know what? My last paper in college was about this movie. <laughs> it was, I know, and you gotta it was you gotta the, be on that. It was in the film rhetoric class. I, I got a B or an A on it. Yeah, you did good on that. I sure. did really well on it, even though it was a stupid paper. Writing it, I'm just uh, like, yeah. why am I doing this on Pool Boy? But uh, since it was a film writer class, I was an- analyzing author intent mm-hmm. to try to understand how how the movie is handling its satirical humor. Uh, but yeah, though, that is my number one worst film. <laughs> so it just didn't click with you at all. <laughs> it didn't click with me. I'm just like, I, okay, to be fair, though, I don't know. I don't know how, I don't know what humor appeases you enough. Like, I don't, you're, you're, I mean, like, from my humor. I just don't see it. I just don't see what's so like, funny about it. I feel like, audience, if you like South Park, you may or may not like this movie. Isn't that what movie 43 is supposed to be about? No. Like South Park? No, yeah. it's not. No, absolutely not. So you find movie 43 less enjoyable than Pool Boy 2? Yes, that's much cheap. less enjoyable. Because I always Jesus. laughed watching Pool Boy 2. <laughs> when did you laugh? I didn't hear Plenty. Plenty when of you... times in oh, Pool man. Boy. I was, I was confused when you were laughing. I was like, what are you laughing about, dude? This is awful. Plenty of times. Now, there's one scene I don't like that I think goes way too far. Well, uh, it's like when they're, you're, you're there. Um, it's like flipping through news channels, and it stops on one. Uh, by, and the guy reporting his name is Morton Freeman. And it's the St. James Street James guy in like a KFC looking suit and still uh, the eye patch and blackface. In blackface? Oh. Oh, or like brown I don't face. That. Yeah. It's very quick and it's, it's offensive. It even goes past the whole author's intent thing. Yeah. And rules of satire where I'm just like, that's just messed up. <laughs> oh, that's the. Okay. Like that's just messed up. It's not just like it's not just how the rest of the movie is pointing out the absurdities of racism. Yeah. Like that one's just racist. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Yeah, waste of my time. It, it's worst just... of the, the whole 2010s though. Well, I haven't seen his other film, uh, Franklin D. Roosevelt. Wasn't that FDR American Badass? Yeah, yeah. I saw like well, half of it. It wasn't great. Yeah, I'm not gonna it watch. wasn't particularly great. Uh, I did see now Ross Patterson, the person behind these movies. He didn't he didn't direct FDR American Badass, and I don't I don't think he he might have directed Pool Boy. I think he mainly just wrote it and played St. James oh. Street James in it. But he did uh, direct the the movie 
I think it came out in like 2015. It's called Helen Keller versus Night Wolves. Uh-huh. So it's Helen Keller who ends up going blind and uh, I think deaf from a Night Wolf attack and then has to train to combat them with his gay, with her gay stereotype brother and I think their sister or something. And um, St. James Street James is in that movie as well to present it. Jesus Christ. That, I've heard enough already. It's only like, it's only like, I think it's like 55 minutes or something. It's quick. But, no, um, I'm not watching it though. It's no, stupid. It's so stupid. And that one's on but, YouTube. Uh, you can watch it for free on YouTube. Can't do that. Nope. Helen Keller versus Night Wolves. I believe there's a cut of Pool Boy 2 that you can all watch on YouTube as well. Still. And you at least get the gist of the movie. But, yeah. That's my list. God. God. Oof. <laughs> yeah, that took it out of me. Oh my god. Yeah, there's some difference in taste there. So. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I... We we truly uncovered and um, listed some turds from the last decade. Turds in the wind. Yeah, I'm surprised. Yeah. I'm surprised you didn't put Venom on. Your Venom's list. not that awful. Where it makes oh, a worst God. of a whole decade list. Oh, thank you, thank you. At least it's not the worst positive. of a whole decade. There are way worse movies from the 2010s <laughs> than Venom. Yeah, like Amazing no, well, Spider-Man too. Well, yeah, that's a bad movie. Yeah. I still think Venom is like Maybe Amazing Spider-Man 1. <laughs> well, 2018, Venom was sort of the highlight of that year. Oh, I actually come on. Think, that's actually a good film. Come on. Come on. It's no, camp- it's not. The, the campiness of it. That's what makes I, it fun. I can't say it's the worst of a whole decade, but I can't really defend it as best of 2018. So that's been the show. You guys know, if you're listening to us on a podcast feed, you know where to find us there. Yeah, We're on Apple Podcasts. We're on Spotify. Anchor.fm slash softboys is where you can find all of the podcast links, including those two and more. There is a YouTube page. I haven't put uh-huh. full uploads on there in a while. I might put up some clips on, on there soon. A couple more of those. And that's that's kind of it. I mean, on Twitter, you can find us at Soft Boys Podcast, and you can give us any questions or comments or assorted hate mail. No, no hate mail. Uh, I'm Cody for Hire on Twitter and Instagram. I am uh, Renusia Redemptio, but if you don't know how to pronounce uh, how to uh, type Spell. that down, just Spell that down. Oh, damn. You can tell. Anyway, uh, just uh, go to uh, Cody's profile, and you'll see uh, one of his selfies, a beach selfie of him. He'll be in the followers. He'll be in the followers. He'll be in the followers and the following, you know? Or at least one of his accounts you'll find in there. Or the comment section when I call him a man quarter. Yeah. Yeah, I'm there. Yeah. Yeah. So 
he's he's got a few pages up his brand page where he's got his t-shirts and those modeling pics there's a black and white photo page black and white photo page uh there's a personal model page for other brands that i represent but the main page is the brand page that i'm doing um you should follow cody definitely follow the podcast uh through anchor spotify itunes whatever have you and get one of his shirts if you want to support him because there's actually no soft boys merch out there that's that's the closest thing you got (laughs) yeah oh yeah technically this is the closest thing you got uh november november is gonna be the quote-unquote official official release of the tees and then after that uh once it's gone it's gone i'm done Mm -hmm. for the uh for this year the next year it's gonna be something different who knows uh, RR speedos, G strings. Oh, G string. Let's do that. Wow. Uh, a flashlight. Nah. Here's oh. your Redemptio flashlight. And there's an audio recording of and, me embrace saying, "Embrace your inner legend, become legendary, and, and become moist. Come in this flashlight. Become moist. Become become soft. moist. Become with this." Our, our fleshlight. Yes, let's let's end the show like that. Yes, I so, approve this message. With that, what we tell you each time, we'll be back with another great show next week. Maybe in the next junior universe. Stay soft and stay wet. Yes, stay soft. Stay soft.